All right, guys, I'm back. And as I wait for everybody to jump back on here, I'm probably going to, if Albert or any of the guys that know me on here, I'm going to drop not only the link, but also Discord as well. So let me do that now. This is an open mic for me right now. What up, Chaos? Okay. Yeah. What up, Chaos? I'm back. I'm back. So, I just had to um resend at the link. Sorry about that. You know, I think my computer died. That's why the stream might have cut it off. Now, usually it gives you some time. I don't sure how long my, my, I was off the off my, um the chat. And actually, when I jumped off the hangout to know if it cut off. So, but nonetheless, we begin, and I like to call this hot summer. 2019 <laughs> begins. Open panel. So, you know, the summer is now here. We're in the summer solstice. So we all know how it gets here for us as a community. We like to get a little, you know, ruffle and very aggressive in the summertime towards each other. You know, if y'all know what I mean. So, you know, for all those, please be safe out here. You know, the summer ain't no joke. When it's hot, Negroes like to act up. They want to get a little feisty, get the itchy <laughs> little trigger fingers. And when it... When it Bust on a, on a moment's notice. You feel me? But, you know, nonetheless, we're going to continue the conversation that was had before. Um, and you're right, Q. Um, they put a lot of sexual themes in Disney and a lot of their cartoons. Mo mostly all cartoons, if you think about it. And uh, like you said, you, from your experience growing up with every ethnic group of people, it's not surprising <laughs> that the parents of non-black people don't have the churn consume too much television, particularly cartoons. Well, and as reason for that, he, he, because of is, suggestive man. themes. Well, not it's not necessarily just because of the suggestive themes. It was because you know the dominant society they understood pretty much the difference between what was fact and what was fiction, right? And you wonder why we are oftentimes mm -hmm. left lagging behind. Because, yeah, you got white folks that pretty much make things popular because they are the dominant society, so they buy shit more than we do. But here's the thing. We have a tendency to get hooked on them and not understanding the value principle behind it. For example, um, I remember about 15 years ago, collecting gym shoes, tennis shoes, became a huge, it was a huge market for that, right? So you had all of these shoe collectors, black uh, and white and Asian or whatever that were collecting shoes but they didn't understand the principle behind how to flip them and make money they were just collecting shoes most blacks were just collecting shoes just to say I got those I have these I got this I got that yeah I got those shoes white boys were buying them and collecting them and flipping them and making money black men generally caught on to the market at a later stage you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. yeah like, for I, example, that part. like for example I knew a white kid uh, he got started after this black this black kid, uh, one of my soldiers, right? He this this kid had would buy two pair of Air Jordans every time he got paid. Every time a new one came out, he would buy one and he would buy the shoe the, the shoe size that the average you know eleven and a half. That's what the average American male wears, right? He would buy two pair, mm -hmm. one for himself and he would buy one to sell. And he started flipping these shoes and making money, right? This white kid did. He was like, yo, you want these? I got these new Jordans, whatever, whatever. You know, they just came out. They were selling them 
they were selling them in the store for like $345. He was selling them motherfuckers for $100 over the cost. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I had a soldier, I had mm-hmm. a, I had a black soldier that was doing it. He wasn't buying the shoes to flip. Mm-hmm. He was buying the shoes for himself mm-hmm. to keep. And he had like mm-hmm. this, this kid, I promise you, if this kid did not have if this kid did not have at least at least at least 110 pair of Air Jordans in his room, he didn't have one. At least 110 pair. Okay. At least. I'm talking about they went from the floor all the way up to the ceiling and covered the expand of two walls. What's up, panel? Peace to the panel. What's up, Q? What's up, boy? What's good with you? What's up? How you doing, Max? Chilling, Max? chilling. What's up, Kev? Just chilling, man. Just, just listen I'm to good. the conversation. So, mm. when oftentimes, more than not, for us, like, like, and, and I, I went through the phase, too, as a young man. I remember when, when, like, buying rims for your car. Okay, I remember when the smaller the rim, the better it was. Before the big rims became popular. Everybody was into the, mm-hmm. the 10s and 12s, the 15-inch rims. That's what we was into, the true wire spoke rims, right? And then it became a thing was like, well, fuck, I'm just wasting money. The car looks good while it's sitting there. You know, then it, then it came into <clears throat> the big wheels got popular and everybody wanted to buy spinners. What sense does well, that's it make? When they had, um, that's when they had, but you see, they had the smaller rims, but they had the big uh, 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 systems in the car, remember? Yeah. They had the big loud systems in the car. Yeah. And, and that's fine. I used to be into all that shit when I was a much yeah. younger man. But but it's old. You see, I went through the whole big having big sound and speakers and amps and yeah, woofers uh-huh. and all that shit. Yeah. I was doing I was doing that shit back in and I checked up in the fuck with y'all. I was doing that shit back in nineteen eighty four. Back in nineteen eighty four. The only thing we didn't do on the North Q, we didn't get into the hydraulic thing. That was the West. Well, they, that was they, the West Coast. Thing, well, I'm yeah. from the West Coast, so they did. But uh-huh. see, even <laughs> even when you got in, even when you got into the hydraulics, it took money, mm-hmm. and that was a it, that was more of a culture that you had to be into. Mm-hmm. Just like having big speakers and loud music, that's a that's a right. quote unquote black culture, right? But right. guess who started mm-hmm. it first? Guess see, this is what a lot of motherfuckers don't know. They don't know the history of shit. Guess who started doing it first? Started first. Mexicans? It wasn't a white boys. The Mexicans started doing it first. Yes, the mm-hmm. Latin started doing it. The Mexicans. Oh, uh, talking about the hydraulics. No, I'm talking about the speakers and the uh, uh, yeah, the hydraulics too. The speakers, the hydraulics. The Mexicans started all that shit, man. Mm-hmm. And then we picked it up, and then black folks picked it up. Okay, did you know the designer of the uh, the man who designed the Chrysler 300? The reason why it looks so much like a Bentley because he designed that car after the after the after the Bentley, based on, <clears throat> and that's why it's called the poor man's Bentley to this day. He that brother designed mm-hmm. that car because that was his dream car, the Bentley. So he worked his way up in the automotive industry for GM, and he designed that fucking. That's why that car, the Chrysler 300, looks so much like the fucking Bentley. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was a mm-hmm. good thing. That was a good thing. He was one of the first. Yeah, that was a popular car for a while, man. <laughs> he was one. No, of that, the... that was a good investment because that, that made Chrysler some money. Well, yeah, but he was you one of that? the first. He was one of the first black engineers that a major car company allowed to be have total control to design a, a car on his own. Talk... This is what I'm talking about, man. See, wow, that's crazy. we don't know enough about our own. We don't know enough about our own history, man. 
here in America as black people. We have a unique history here amongst ourselves that mm-hmm. we don't even know about. Because we got our nose somewhere else. Everybody talking about what's going on in Africa, what's going on. What about how we are here? What did we do here? What did we develop here as black people? What did we go through here? You know, listen to what he's Mm -hmm. saying. I didn't even know that. Hmm? He just taught me something. I didn't didn't know a brother designed the Chrysler 300. Yeah, that we need to learn going on in our country as black people. Yeah, but see, those are facts. Because we get so caught up into all of the riffraff. Now, right. you said something the other night that was very poignant, right? And you said, and I was listening in on your show with you and the homegirl, y'all was talking about people being married or whatever, but you also said something that was very poignant. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a very valid point, right? Mm-hmm. And what you, what <clears throat> the thing that you said was people don't want to come to a channel that's being positive. They, wanna, they only want to come to the channel for the fuckery, mm-hmm. for the riffraff and the fuckery. Right. I agree. Now, if you start talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, why we have why we are, quote unquote, considered the first black to do this or the first black to do that, the first black to do this. A lot of people don't understand that not only were we the first, but hell, we invented it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We invented these things that that, that the modern dominant society has came in and taken. Who do you think put the camera in the car in the first like the backup camera now? That came from a black that came from young black boys who was trying to, you know, who was trying to be better than the next young black, have something a better feature on his car than um than the next person had. Yeah. <laughs> and then the major markets come along and next thing you know, they got it. Um the the black kids that the the what's this shit called? The uh with the iPhones integration into the cars. That started on the streets. Black kids started that shit. Yeah, young yeah, black yeah. urban started that shit mm-hmm. with yeah. the putting the putting the uh, connecting the iPods and the and the, and the shit into it the sure cars did. and shit. Yeah, and then yep, and, and the then, MP3s. Yep. Yeah, method, right. Method, but see, right. we don't have the sense enough to corner the market and put a patent on it. Now imagine the first young black kid that did that to his car, put it put that iPod integrated into his car. What if he had? Cornered the market and patented it. You know how much money he could have made off of that? Selling yeah, it to a lot. But this is what I'm talking about. We don't have any direction. You know, we, 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 we're just festering, man. We don't have people to teach us these things. We're, we're not exposed to this kind of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cause I know like a black person been the stop sign, you know? Like, this is, black people do mm-hmm. a lot of stuff. But you see, and I, know what I, a, saying. A black, I know a black dude kind of made a super soaker. You heard the super soaker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ask this question, man. Um, Mm -hmm. Do y'all think the African rhetoric is is hurting us to a point? It is. It is. It's just my personal opinion, and I'll tell you why Uh I believe that it is. Mm -hmm. And this is why I believe that way. Because our ties with the motherland have been severed. Now, it's okay because I divest, and I know my ancestry, my ancestral history, but I divest. Not that I want to disconnect from my ancestral history. I, mm-hmm. I, under, I have to understand that we have existed in this country for over 400 years. And a lot of the things that came to pass in this country, a lot of the designs, a lot of the tools, a lot of the things that we use were because of black Americans, former slaves who invented those things. 
not because of African. Now you can trace it back and say, well, they're of African descent. So why, why can't you, I can't give that credit to Africa. I have to give that to black Americans because we were here mm -hmm. when those things were invented. Exactly. So yes, that, that, that a lot mm -hmm. of the African rhetoric does hurt our, us as a community. I don't, I'm not down with a lot of that African bambada go back to Africa. Let's repay no. shit. I'm not with that shit. I'm not either. We don't yeah, know. I don't like going. But I think we should visit Africa, though. I've been yeah, there. The, yeah, I, I've been there too. And it's not what you think it is. Right. It's not what you, not think, what it you think it is. Not what you think it is. Trust me. Everybody thinks chaos that you go back to Africa, there's going to be this kumbaya and. And, and, and they like boom, that. Mama Kuski, that, 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 that shit that they saw on the color purple when they were playing patty cake in the fields after she came back with the kids and all this bullshit. No, it doesn't happen like that. Mm -hmm. Africans love you because for the amount of money that you can spend for the most part with them. Yeah. I've been there. I've been on, I've yeah. been to the Ivory Coast. I've been to Djibouti. I've been to Ghana. So I know how yep. you're treated. As long as you're in the nightclubs or you're in the markets and you're spending money, you're buying everybody drinks and everybody's party. And everybody, the minute you stop, hey, that's it, man. I'm tapped out. I have no more money. You become a shit nigga. Oh, you shit nigga. Ah, man. Shit nigga. Shit nigga. What bothered me the most? A minute ago, a minute ago, I was just your brother. My brother, my brother. I, I love my brother. Mm -hmm. My brother, my brother. And the minute you say, hey, man, I ain't got no more money, you know, and I can't buy no more drinks. Ah, shit, nigga. Shit, nigga. I knew. I knew. Shit, nigga. Yes. I what bothered me the most, what bothered me the most, man, was when I was over there, Um, you see some of the baddest black women. I'm talking about Africa got some beautiful dark-skinned women, man. They do. I mean, mm -hmm. oh, my God. You know, they walking around with white boys in your face. And the yeah. white boys know, and the white boys be shitting on you. They know it's burning you up, and they flaunt them bitches right in mm -hmm. your face, walking around well, with white boys. Well, that you got to understand that goes back to our. It goes back to lineage, right? Um, a lot of them still believe that the white man's ice is colder. That's yeah. why. That's why, for the most part, when a lot of them come to America, they they will not intermingle or intermix with. Black Americans. Nope. So I heard that Africans just hate black people. Like us here, cause they think we're lazy and stuff like that. I'm like, how? Yeah, but that's that white shit. That's that they get that from them crackers, man. When they come over here, I delivered to a um, a business. Um, um, what do you call them? Storage places, right? Some of, one of the biggest storage places I've ever seen in my life were owned by some Africans. They didn't have one black American working there. Okay. Not one. They had Mexicans working there. There are other uh, Africans working there. They didn't have one black man. They won't even hire you in the businesses that they own. Uh-huh. Hey, man. You good? Yeah, yeah. And I okay, think that good, all good. of this... Uh, uh, okay, but... And I think so... that all of this shit that they push with these African ideologies, guys like Chief Holiday <laughs> with the old Meg Nation, and then you got the Sinetas... Uh, uh, you know they keep going back with that. You know that hurt. That that keeps us distracted, man. Because we don't know about what we are here. We don't understand our own culture. We got a unique and fascinating culture that everybody is appropriating, and, and we seem to be the only one that don't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. 
thunder, like a lot of white people move. I mean, visit after. So let me explain. Black people die in here. They don't get visit after. That's kind of like messed up and twisted. You think about it. Well, here's the part that we're missing out on. What's up, Art? Hey, what's going on, brother Max? Right. This is this panel's right up your alley. <laughs> Q knows already. Q know. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're missing out on some of the the history that's been corrected, you know, from the 1920s all the way to the 1980s, and probably even beyond that. And if that, what I mean by history is history about you yourself as I guess adults now. And in your history, as far as your lineage, where it goes back through Latin America, the continent, and other places like that, from the stuff that I've been hearing a lot of people say, they really, they really try to to erase that stuff and try to create their own reality and make that with a, you know on a soapbox with bullhorns. Okay. And I'm like, you know, you, you need to you're be right. Greedy. You're right, Art. But let me tell you what I observed and what I witnessed with my own two eyes personally. Right. When I was in Africa, I went to a school in Africa where children had to take these little wooden boxes and they would fill them with sand. And that's what they would write in. They would take a, a stick and they would get this little box. No bigger than no bigger than a little 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 uh no bigger than a, a shoebox. About the size of a shoebox. And they would have a stick and they would pull the put the sand in there and then they would put mix a little water in there mm-hmm. and that's what they would take us a, a little stick and they would scribe their words or their numbers or whatever and then um and then they would do it all over again they would smooth right. it out and then you start over right so if i grew and a lot of them were doing this uh was, are still doing this that's why you know a lot of white americans have taken the advantage of shipping school supplies over there and getting the tax break for it right so if i come up in that environment and that's how i have to learn and then when I come to America and my education is far superior than the average black child's education who's had the advantage of having computers and cell phones and pencils and papers and getting to go to a classroom where they actually serve fucking lunch and all of this good shit. I would look at you somewhat strange and say, how in the fuck come you could not take advantage of all of this shit? Okay, baby. How could you not take advantage of all of this shit and look at how I had to learn? The average African child, average now, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm finna fuck y'all up. And this is why a lot of them believe the way that they believe. The average African child speaks about three different African dialects. Mm. They also speak French fluently. They mm-hmm. also speak English fluently. A lot of them can speak Fran- Spanish fluently. Mm-hmm. So the average African child, when they come to America, it's easy for them to come over here and integrate. You know why? Because they speak about five to six, maybe some of them, even seven different languages. Fluently. Read and write. The average motherfucking American black child can't even master English. So let's just be real when we talk about this. And I'm not putting them above us. If I learned all of this stuff in those harsh environments, right? But then I come over here and I look at all the things that you have to your advantage and you're not taking advantage of them. Why would I want to take a step back? So that's why I don't agree with the the, the whole African bambada go back to Africa. What we need to do, in my opinion, 
is we need to apply the, some of the same principles that they have as far as education, as far as, you know, how we interact with one another. They still believe in a village. It takes a village to raise a child. They still mm -hmm. believe in that principle. We don't. You know what's funny? You know what's funny mm -hmm. Is that some of those things that they, they do over here, they kind of got that from us from back in the day. You know, you had a lot of our grandparents and great-grandparents with a second grade or no education at all, but they were working hard to send their children to school. Yeah. And, you know, we lost that. And we you stopped. Know, we, You're exactly right, Art. We stopped. Case in point, my, my, um, I have a, I have a soon-to-be 10-year-old daughter at the end of the next month. She speaks three different African dialects. She speaks Hochdeutsch, which is German, whole German, right? And she speaks English. She's mastering the art of speaking fucking French right now as we speak. So when she, as an adult female black woman, she will come to America and she will have the advantage of being able to speak six different fucking languages in its entirety. I, I wanna, yeah, let me jump in there on that, okay? Uh, I hear what you guys are saying, but I don't necessarily agree with that because I think that black people are a unique kind of people. We're not like everybody else. I don't think it's very important for us to learn different languages simply because we're not a traveling people. We're not, we don't really travel like that. We're pretty much a stationary people. We may travel from state to state to visit some loved ones. But, but, we're not traveling. but, but hold on. I, I'll go ahead and ask them black because I got something for you. Right. We're not traveling people. And, and I think the way we learn things, we're very innovative and creative people. If you go back to the late 60s and the 70s, right? Our mm -hmm. music had a lot to do with our mentality. When you look at the old groups like the Isley Brothers, the Barcade, look at what they were singing about back then, okay? These types of songs resonated with us, and it moved us, okay? And it put us in a mindset to where we were very compassionate with one another. We cared about one another more. We weren't as violent. Two totally, two totally different conversations. We're I talking about the, we're talking too, about man. the, we're too, well, some, somewhat. We're talking mm -hmm. about the forward prog progression of black people. Okay, so right. you say it's not necessary for us to learn all of these different languages. We, there's no reason for us to. Okay, we're, we're moving to a more global economy. Right, right, because we're not That's a traveling why, people. Wait, though. wait a minute, wait a minute, uh, uh -huh. wait a minute, man. Maybe you will understand what I'm getting ready to tell you. Okay, we're okay. moving. Business is moving to a more global economy, which means that you got to be able to uh, communicate between people around the world. Right? Mm -hmm. You wonder why black mm -hmm. people are, are are seemingly at a standstill economically? Is because we can't communicate with people around the world. That's why. So when you get when you go up here and you and you and you and you, uh, you get into the business market, you get into the world and now you, your business is growing. And now somebody say from South Africa, somebody from France says, hey, I like your product, but I can't even communicate with you. I got to hire an interpreter and go second or third person. And then you wonder why we get fucked out of our money. You, why, mm -hmm. you wonder why we end up losing out on on. You wonder why a lot of these singers actors and entertainers go broke because they got to have somebody to come in and act on their behalf as an attorney or as an accountant because they don't understand how shit works. That's why it's important for us to educate ourselves. That's why it's in, that's how they're, they are getting uh, going further than we are. That's how they're leaping over us coming mm -hmm. in from these outside countries. You I got agree. the average, you got a lot of actors and entertainers that got to hire ball players, especially 
You got to hire an accountant. Your accountant mm-hmm. is stealing money from you hand over fucking fist because you trust him. Mm-hmm. Number one, you, no choice. you, you no, don't you know. Don't you have no choice. Can't nobody count my money better than me. See, that's why I exactly, fuck with, that's, that's why I fuck with Floyd Mayweather. Because Floyd that's, keeps That's why shit. you look at, you know, 50 Cent don't got to count right? You, you, you know, damn 50 right. Cent, every he 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 count because he count his own freaking money. Did you That's know Ray Charles? Here's 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 one for you, chaos. Did you know Ray Charles didn't have a fucking accountant? You know how he counted his money? He weighed it. Once. Mm. Oh, I thought he was doing it once. <laughs> I just saw the movie, but yeah. No, but there are. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Him. I agree with that. But <laughs> I believe now, black people, yeah, have to go down that road. But you're talking about a school system that doesn't teach young black kids. You know different languages, which is why we should, any... education starts at the home. Maximum education mm-hmm. starts at the home. If we just like like the brother just said, we had people, our ancestors, our grandmothers, great grandfathers had second grade education. They understood the importance of their children being able to compete. That's why right. they would work the fucking fields. And a lot of times, the older children may not have was able to go to school as long as the younger child. The baby child or the last two or three children, they were the ones who were, no, you're going to go to school. You're going to be this. Junior going to come out here and work the fields with me so he can help send mm-hmm. you to school. Mm-hmm. See, we got away from that shit. And that's mm-hmm. what's killing us. And Asians, Arabs, all of them. They Asians, the Asians, thing. Asians, yeah. Arabs, they do the same shit. They, did. they nope. took it from us. I don't think Junior they made don't it up. Pretty much, you know what? And that was pretty much still a, a, a staple. Even in the 70s, we were still being homeschooled. Yeah, that, no, that was from us. Uh, yeah. But but see, yeah. we we we, we want to look down a generational chart, and 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 the only thing that for most of us we will point back to in each conversation, it is inevitable that it will come back up. We point back to entertainment. If yeah. I got to depend on a motherfucking actor or an entertainer, I don't even know if, when it, I don't even know if this motherfucker acting or not. Yeah. But you I think it's on my behalf. Fuck out of here. Think, I think yeah, that's that's a, that's a good point. I think entertainment does play a crucial role in your mental development. Okay, so. maybe not so far as acting or whatever, but the music definitely does. Entertainment well, we took a, does. We took a plunge in the music, Max. Entertainment well, yeah, does play uh, well, a pivotal well, role in your well, education. Art, I was asking you the, uh, um, the last time, did you see any kind of equivalent to the bands from back in the 70s? You know, like the... Uh, yeah, uh, I sent you to it. I sent you. Did you see my, my emails I sent you? Or no, the YouTube? Oh man, Ghost Note and uh, Mono uh, Neo Neon. These guys uh, are in their twenties, and they play their ass off, but they're not getting Bruno Mars coverage. I know. I was I was telling you about Bruno Mars. He's a musician, and he has his own band. He's carrying right. I thought that he was the only thing that was closer to what we were talking about. No, there there are some other young black um, octopus in the music tight. industry that are not getting the notoriety that he's getting. One is because marketing is has become such a fucking uh, such, such so relevant within the institution of who gets uh, within the musical institution as far as who gets on top of the game. It's marketing, right? And downloads. Too. You look at you. Look, well, well we know we know we know downloads play a part in it. Now we understand that. Okay, but I'm gonna show you how marketing works, right? Remember, Lil Wayne was one of the first, one of the very first. Well, he was a young cat. I think it was 14, 15 when he started. Did, right. Go back and look at his metamorphosis. Little Wayne went from being this clean-cut kid, basically didn't have many tattoos, had a few, but not many. But Little Wayne marked himself up with all these tattoos, grew out the dreads. 
The next thing you know, you had all these copycat artists coming out following him, trying Chris to follow his style, right? Chris Brown Chris was the Brown. same way. He was he was America's sweetheart, but mm -hmm. he had to have that bad boy image, you know, because it was marketing. A lot of mm -hmm. it. it works. Yeah. If it works, sell it. That's why females females got this sexual uh, image going on. Okay, Little Kim. Little Kim was one of the first risque rap artists that came out. Yep. with that little post that Nicki Minaj coincidentally went back and recreated. Mm -hmm. Before that, all the women that were in the rap industry, they were basically mimicking the guys. They were wearing yeah. big baggy Our clothes, and they, but they <clears throat> yet were trying to maintain a very soft image. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until it wasn't until Little Kim came that it was the rough and rugged female. I'm the fuck down the bitch and I'm ready for anything and you know, fuck all that. I can do what the men can do and look at me. I'm here and I can talk greasy, slick, nasty. And and the byproduct of that would be Nicki Minaj. The byproduct of the, the byproduct Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott was still no, kind of a, but that, Missy that Elliott little fun. Was, was, she was going into the LGBT thing, though. right? And, and but she was still kind of keeping that little fun pop sound going on, right? I'm talking about, and I agree mm -hmm. with you. She was, she did go into that. And then after Nicki Minaj, what? Who's up next? Now you got Cardi Cardi B. I don't classify as being black. She's Latin. Okay. X her out yeah. the game for me. Now, she makes a couple of bangers that I, you know, I listen to. I sound good. Okay, yeah. Now, you look, what's the byproduct of Nicki Minaj? You got the girl group, City Girls. Listen to some of their fucking trap music that they're putting out here. Listen to some of the shit they're saying that they're putting out here. But see, what my point is, I get so sick and tired of black people. The only references that we, main reference that we want to point back to, music. Yes, music yeah. plays a vital part within our society. But what about what about the the other um, the other arts that play vital parts in our society as well? What about yeah, the visual. academic side? Damn. See, we don't want to talk about the academic side. That's the reason why the girl that got over over uh, five point three million dollars, young black girl, sixteen years old, she got over mm -hmm. five point three million dollars in academic scholarships. She got scholarships to every major university in the country. You haven't heard nothing about her. No, and you won't. Like you know why? Dude. City girls is popular. But if she had an attitude like city girls and she was showing ass and titties, they'd be like, "Ooh, look, she ratchet, but she's smart. She got five million dollars in in fucking scholarships. She got." awarded scholarships to every major school princeton duke yale harvard she got awarded all these different scholarships she got full ride scholarships and look how ratchet she is but no but because she's a plain jane girl she's not looked at as being she's cute she's not looked at as being you know um the the, the prototypical bl young black teenage girl she's not you looked mean, at like not that. not in, she's the, up in the a, trash. A, a typical hood, hood chick that right. show ratchetness or right. that Jezebel type right. behavior. But but think about this cube. You know they're not going to do that because they gotta keep promote the degeneration the degenerate image of the black race for their media. They. Not they. Not oh, they, I, my brother. It's, it's not they. Okay, stop. See now we're going back to that old that old African bambada, go back to Africa repatriate <laughs> shit. It's not they. It is us who continue to prop and push up and support this type of tomfoolery and fuckery. See, if we didn't support it, if we didn't make it popular, it wouldn't be popular. If you'll notice, see, I'm old enough to remember when Burger King and McDonald's and all these motherfucking TV ads, when they switched from the, the white jingles and they went to the hip-hop rap jingles. I'm old enough to remember that. 
I'll meet my oh, okay. doing it, bro. I, I, I just want to say one thing. What's, what's up, gentlemen? How you guys doing? What's up, hey, man? What's, what's, what's up, up man? What's going on, man? You know, I, I ain't been on these hangouts in a little bit. I saw it. I'm just getting back from D.C. It was kind of interesting. I was hanging out with um, some of my frat brothers. We were, you know, uh, you know, you know, celebrating when we went over and all that. And we started talking about our college days. I went over back in the spring of 1979. Uh, so Ooh. we're going back. Yeah, so we go back 40 years ago. And, uh, you know, I, you know, raised kids. Raised children, grandson, and all that. And I remember coming up when we thought it was very important to, um, to have education. Rap actually was a musical lexicon, a form of, um, of almost revolution. And education was backed up heavily behind it. Yeah. So KRS-One and all of them who were out there really talking about reading and getting up on your history and you really talking about... Yeah, you know, you know, exactly. A lot of other guys, you know, public enemy, you know, they were really more from a revolutionary standpoint, really asking, you know, and talking about how you needed to, um, you know, understand uh, uh, learning and reading and history and don't, and, you know, and don't eschew, you know, um, uh, historical and, and reading affairs as something that was, that was lesser than. This has been curved and switched over once gangster rap and all that came through when other ethnicities, if you will, really got a hold of it and then wanted to put out a different image, the gangster game and showing your booty game and showing the, the real ugly part of the, of the business that really didn't speak to what really rap was really all about. And it wasn't about this shaking your ass and being a, uh, a low-end savage. This, this is not what it was about. This is, this, this is not its roots. This is not its DNA. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you guys have to understand that you're looking at a mutant form of the game that that really wasn't ever designed to be this way. But others took it yeah. over and this is what they turned it into. And it's made a lot of money, but it hasn't really spoken truth to um, to our experience. This was a musical lexicon to speak about the African experience and learning and knowledge was a big part of that. That has been lost. So if you guys are bringing up that point, that's exceedingly key. Reading is something that we should really get a part of. I mean, my frat brothers, you know, a lot of us, a lot of these guys are retired, you know, these old military guys who were high in the ranks, you know, uh, colonels and everything else like that. We were getting into it. And we, and we talked about the whole educational experience, not only from Syracuse University, school I went to, mm-hmm. but really started getting into just talking more about, you know, uh, black people getting educated and, and, and how, um, yeah. you know, we are. A lot of that knowledge is, is, is a lot of that information is not really being put out there the way it should. You know, you have brothers who are getting scholarships to all the major uh, um, Ivy League schools and so forth, um, paid for. You know, whites get tight. They tight about you doing this. They tight. They're tight. They don't want that information out there. And they don't want you to know about that as well. Um, and that's something why I think when we talk about this manosphere and all that, instead of doing all this whack shit we're talking about, we should be talking about to get this information out. You guys are dead on point right now talking about that. Because it's funny, I was just down in D.C. early today, and we were talking about the same thing. You cats are on top of this. This is what we have to be putting out here and letting people really understand what it's about. And rap was never about shaking your ass, shaking your booty, and being a fucking nigger. It was about, really about being kind of revolutionary, speaking to the black experience, learning, history, knowledge, space. That's his DNA. You know, and yeah. um, I, 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 just, I just want to break that out. I'm an older cat. I know some of you guys have issues with older people mm-hmm. at times. It's because of the generation gap. But I fucks with all y'all who especially talking the real deal because 
we're in, we're in this game together. You, you, know, you know, we, we are in this Indeed. game together. Please. Yeah, Brother Nagoon. Um, like me and Q was talking a while ago, well, uh, last week, I think, a couple of weeks ago, maybe. I mean, talking about education, our youth, educating our youth is like a, a, it's like a curse or a dirty word in, in, in these groups. Like, as soon as you talk about that, oh, he don't need that. He don't need that. He needs to get, to get his hustle and go on about his business. But when no. they say that, they don't have anything for them to, they don't have a program for this hustle. No, man. No, no, no. You know a, what I'm saying? A, a, hustle, a hustle is a short-term process. It's just about to get over for, for, for you know, you, ha- you have to understand in life, like we're all out here, I look at all my, all my, all my crew, my son's living with me right now. You know, we got a nice house, got a lot of things going on real good. But at the end of the day, this is about moving the next generation forward. This is a marathon. It is not a sprint. We have to work together. One generation to the next, we have to work together because that's how you get over. When you look at all these, when you look at the richest white folks and all these others, what are they doing? They're building what's called a generational mm-hmm. type of wealth thing. It's one generation working together, passing on what they have, and they're keeping that shit, they're keeping that shit tight. That shit is tight. They're not letting anybody come in the middle of that. So, so that's the game that we're trying to play here. If you guys were here in my neighborhood, you would see these people building mansions. McMansions. But they're putting two and three families in it. And it ain't two and three different families. It's generational families building on multi-million dollar properties that they plan on having in their fucking family for generations as they build wealth together. This is what this is about. This is the game here. I, and, and, and we black people have played this well in the past. Now, we've had many enemies to try to come about and stop us and shortchange us and cut us off the path. Yes, we've had a lot of issues. But we really have to start to think more along those lines and get away from, like you guys are talking about, this short-term thinking, this hustling game, running out here, being a drug dealer, thinking that's alive. We can do that for a while. But always remember, that shit is designed to catch you up in the system. You know, that's designed to catch your ass up up in here. It's well, not see, I, got a qu- I got a question. I got a question. Yeah. Go ahead. You know, you were talking about language earlier, you speaking different languages. How do you guys yeah, feel about too. Ebonics? Okay, so... Is that a language? Is Ebonic a language? Yes, it is. It was a language that was recognized by the Oakland Board of Education. They recognized that majority of the African-American students spoke this language, which is uh, a combination mm-hmm. of black speech uh, mm-hmm. and phonics. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. tried to get it. They tried to get it uh, registered as a national language, uh, a, a national language. As a dialect, mm-hmm. right? As a, almost yes. like a dialect. Let, 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 let me ask you, will that advance us? Economically, socially, I think it will because it would make the communication between us a lot better. If no, we're what about the people speaking, that it, the labor force? If, it, if, uh, it, it, it would. if we're comfortable speaking our own language, we can get more things accomplished. And if we continue to speak our own language, we can expand it. The language will grow. How, how does that communicate in, in, the, in the business lexicon? Not only here. What do you mean? How does that? that oh, that, no, no. That, I'm going to say not only here, but also you know, national. You know, you know, not only nationally but internationally as well. How do you, how do you, how do you feel that will work? These are just well, open-ended inter- questions. I'm, I'm not here to fight you. I'm just here to, well, I'm just here well, to if we're establishing our own businesses, I believe that the people from the international community will learn the language. Mm. Hello. I mean, I, I, I have, I have immense amount of doubts about that. But, but did I, y'all it, hear it, me? 
If anybody this, else is talking about, this what I'm talking ahead. about, man. Why, why are we doubting ourselves? I mean, the language is well documented. Okay. It's not. Did, did you hear what I said? It's though? not broken. No, English. Hear you it's not improper. It's not broken or improper English. Okay, well, stop, freeze, and I'll say it again, real quick. Give me just a moment. Okay, as I explained to you, every society, every group of people have their own language that's specific for them that they can so that they can communicate, <clears throat> and it has a purpose behind it. Pig Latin has a purpose behind it. For example, right? Do any of you on here speak pig language? Nope. Okay. Yeah, nobody. <clears throat> okay. So now even the Spanish, they got a thing that's called Spanglish, which they speak yeah. Spanish and English conjoined, and it keeps other people from really knowing what they're talking about. My I, mean, that's not what I speak Spanish too. Is, Q. Ebonics is not a slang. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. And I'm going to give you a chance to come and bring you to, to uh, I want you to, to, to get this, this point. So uh, I forget what war it was. I think it was the Korean conflict. It might have been Vietnam. But the enemy kept, broken, kept breaking the radio codes. They were able to decipher the codes, what was being said, and it was causing a lot of lives to be lost. A lot of mm -hmm. American soldiers' lives to be lost. So they went out and they said, hey, we need a way to communicate that so the enemy can't understand us. Navajo. This is how I think. Yeah, they went, and got, they went and got the Navajo brothers. And it was sure called did. Cold sure Breakers, did. right? Sure did. And, they, and they, 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 they got all these dudes, and these dudes spoke this language over the radios, and the enemy couldn't understand what the fuck they was talking about. So what does Ebonic, what is the purpose of Ebonics, and what advantage, if any, does it give to us as black people? Well, it's black speech, and it's spoken by many of the descendants of the slaves. It's an actual language that they um, communicate with comfortably. It's not a, a, a slang language. It's not a, a language that you use to uh, make people uh, uh, feel that they don't understand what you're saying. It's an actual me, real dialogue. Okay, so let's, let's communicate. Would your black universe... Let's, let's, let's communicate in Ebonics right now. You go ahead on and you say something to me in Ebonics and I'll respond to you. Let's uh, try that. I don't know. I haven't... What you going to do? Huh? <laughs> I'm fenced up, right? I'm fenced. I'm fin hey, yo. Hey, yo. Check that mofo out over there, son. <laughs> yo, son. She fly, man. So you guys, you yo, guys are making light. You guys are no, making light. No, we're not. No, we're not. But that's we're the way we would... We're not making light of, light of it. I'm showing you how it really doesn't have any. See, every other race of people that have a sub language within their language, it's the meaning behind it. It means something. We do it because it's cool. It's flashy. It's I'm, I'm lit. I'm on fire. I'm on point. You know, my shit hot right now, son. What do you do? It, it, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, it's the language. It's the language of the lower classes. It's a language so, of, of, so what, of what people so, would consider to be ignorance. And so, so Ebonics is not so, a language that adds any value to our culture because everybody's speaking it. Black, agree, white, agree. Mexicans, everybody's speaking it. Just a mess of math. If it was something, if it was a language, uh, a cold language that me being in Texas could go to New York and, and speak something to a brother in a group of uh, and a group of people which consist of other races of people and only he and I knew what the fuck we were saying, I could see some value in it. I got the Mr. Max, though. The purpose of having it in that district was to, to teach people how to speak it right. 
So the question to you is, how do you teach a person to speak our slang correctly in a school system? You can't. You some can't it, teach some, it. It, some of it is slang, but you know words like ashy, uh, kinky, nat. Yeah, ashy just. Nat. What does ashy mean? Ashy has a lot um, of different um, meanings um, in the black in the black dialect. Right, ashy right. You know, it's when you got dark skin meaning. appearing to be white. You know, that's ashy. That's well, that's the, that's the general thing ways. of it. That's the well, general. That's but that's, that's the ebonics. I know it is actually ebonics, but I can uh -huh. say you ashy in your, with your thought process, mm -hmm. meaning that your thought process is your, the way you think is ash. Man, you, you man, that old ash, get that old ashy ass shit out of here. I bet the you ash, they had jive turkey in that bad boy right, too. In there, Artone, what's up, baby? Come on, to the bang. So it's the bang, man. We'll see. It's kind of like, like we're moving like certain consonants of words. Like, you know, like you take the word pass, right? P-A-S-D. You move the T and it's just pass, right? Or, you know, hand. You move the D and it's hand. That's all Ebonics. Right, but it doesn't serve any goddamn purpose. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, it's it's help write some bars or something. It's does, it serve a, does it serve a purpose? Yes. Why, why do I need... Well, why do I need... Okay. Hey, bro, you're not going to shake his hand? I ain't got to add the D on there. I don't have let to me ask, Let me ask you a question. Right, wait a minute. Wait a minute, man. Let's, I'm just trying to make a point. Let me make a point, and then you can, you know, you can ask the question. What, what difference does it make if I say, yo, bro, you're not going to shake my hand? Or, yo, bro, you're not going to shake my hand? What difference does it make whether I take one letter off? I mean, we have an established English well, language. I'm not saying that, 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 that okay. What if there was a physics book, right, written in mm -hmm. Ebonics? I, 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 don't, I don't think that would serve any purpose. It wouldn't. Hey, chaos, take that shit out the chat. Chaos, take that shit out the chat. Do not do that. Do not do that. It could be very confusing, and I understand physics quite well. One second. Do you think that most young black children would learn physics better if it was written in Ebonics? No, they wouldn't. No. No, they wouldn't. You can't just trying to go to entertain them. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. That's just like the whole goddamn the whole goddamn rap song, and they were trying to rap these little these little poems and shit. And then when the motherfuckers was asked to write a synopsis about it, they couldn't because they got educated in ebonics. The world is not operating in ebonics. We don't live well, in mean, a we don't live in a separated culture anymore. We don't. If we had our own country where ebonics was a primary language, okay, I could see how you could say that. But Q, we don't. And Q, let, let, let me make this point. Okay, but you what do you say to the linguist? Uh, 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 I just want to say something very quickly. You know, you, you do have a little bit of a point there. Could you teach physics and ebonics, and could that possibly uh, 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 transfer over better for some um, for, for, for I some kids? I think it would. I, I think there are possibilities on, on occasions where something like that could actually work a little bit to get a better understanding on something. I think that that could actually work a little bit. Some teachers have, have actually use song and rap a little bit to teach kids science and stuff like that and uh and, and they and they have been very creative teachers who have done this family so, so, they're they're teaching so, so, memorization oh, 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 when they do that they're not teaching i just okay. want to finish fam i just want to finish that's all okay I go ahead bro. My I'm, I'm, I'm move forward. so so I, I would say that that, that at times that, that 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 can have an effect but if you're looking to teach concepts and you're looking to really begin to get into somewhat some aspects of abstract thinking you have to be somewhat precise now. You can teach kids to be very abstract. Uh, last year I was uh, doing a, um, a course with these kids and this tutorial program I was dealing with 
we were looking at the differences between Newtonian physics and Einsteinian physics. And these were young kids, nine, 10 years old, who really started to understand some of the differences of that as we started to talk about that a little bit. And that's, 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 kind, of, that's kind of important. So teaching concepts, you have to be somewhat, uh, you have to be very, um, very specific and you have to really talk in, in terms of, 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 of conceptualization and having kids to be able to think somewhat abstractly. And that's a little bit more difficult to do with ebonics because you have to look at concepts. All right. And, um, and, 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 and that, you know, there's some key differences there. But if you want to just try to get a kid an idea and you want to drop some ebonics on there and get a kid to think about something a little bit, maybe that, you know, maybe that has place with, with some creative people. But as a lexicon of language, to speak the language of science, to speak in the language of, um, of, of proper English, mathematics or whatever, ebonics would be very difficult to, um, to how would I say, um, transfer over to that very successfully. Ebonics is more of, uh, of, of an emotional type of thing. It's more of a, a connection between uh, people from a um, from, from racial cultural perspective. It's not a very scientific communicate c- 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 communicating language. Um, it's just oh, like that. I... You know, it, it's just like Italian or, 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 or Sicilian dialect and so forth. Or you know, um, or, or, or if you're looking at patois, you know, um, of, of, of the French that the Haitians speak with respect to, um, to, to to regular French, and then you know, being taught differently. The Haitians who learn science and technology and things like that, they learn, they learn in French. They don't learn in Patois, per se. It doesn't translate over very well. So I, I just want to um, just, you know, I just want to break that down. I'm not saying that your points are totally illegitimate, you know, because there could be some room for that. But I myself, just, just being involved <coughs> in some of this, see what see, see there would be a lot of difficulty there. All right, you guys, go well, ahead. Go ahead. Well, All right. Appreciate you, McGon. When the scholars um, um, study this language in depth, they had ling- uh, linguists and uh, scholars and different academic uh, people who studied this language in depth. They found out that this is way beyond slang. It's actually systematic. So that means it that is. it is ingrained. It is a systematic language. It is a okay. systematic language, but here's what happened. Okay, we were speaking a language, and the dominant society was like, I don't understand what the fuck they're saying. I'm about to go to the stove. Motherfuckers didn't know what the fuck we were saying. So what was the first thing they did? They recognized very early on that there was a pattern of language being that was being spoken. And uh, 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 a lot of your major metropolitans in urban er, urban areas that they could not understand. So they said, we got to get ahead of the game. We got to start documenting this shit. We got to come up with a with a dictionary. We got to tell them what to speak. So we'll be able to understand what the fuck they're saying. And that's what happened. The dominant society came up with this goddamn Ebonics Dictionary. It wasn't no black people. Black people came out with the shit. It was it was a dominant society, and it was done so that they could break the code to what was being said. I think that's a very good point. That's that's, that's an excellent point he's making. That is an excellent point. I wish there was a study that we can do to where if we had a book, right, a physics book that was translated into Ebonics, right? And we gave it to the kids versus the regular physics book. I, I'm almost guaranteed that the kids will learn faster and they will learn better <laughs> and understand physics much better if it was written in Ebonics. Well, 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 okay, physics. Let's just take a look at something like, like a descending object. We want to determine its instantaneous rate of change. And we want to take a look at, the, uh, we want to take a look at that point where that rate of change is, is the derivative of that function. How are we going to talk about that? Ebonics. Well, That's my question. On, the change of Y with the change of X. 
and then we want to use the chain rule. Well, uh, greetings, too. esteemed okay. gentlemen. It depends that kind of on how. Oh, brother Cerulean, what's up, It depends up, on how you explain it. it hey, what's up, Commander? It hey, depends man. on how you explain it. Okay. Uh, I, it depends on how you explain. I, it. You may not be able to. You may not I be able to explain the, the entire. You may not be able to explain oh. the entire rule, but you may be able to explain some aspects of the rule in Ebonics, which will allow them to catch on faster. But that's not how it works. You I, have I, to that's be not able how it works. To, and, and, I think you, and I think you're, think you're underestimating you our kids. When you talk, yeah, you, when you're talking about certain subjects, you have to be able to explain it in its entirety, and there's only one way to get it. What has happened with the educational system here in America, reason why over the last 35 years, and I think Cerulean know what I'm getting ready to say, because I, I know that he's pretty much abreast of a lot of the changes that have taken place. Over the past 35 years, America went from one of the top five countries liter, uh, being uh, literacy, um, the top five countries in literacy, down to the number 26 country in literacy. And I think now we're down to about 32 or 33. We're well, falling actually, that far down uh, on, the, on the world well, stage of literacy. Well, technically, uh, the United States, uh, and this one of the... Uh, signs of uh, loss of empires that um, America is literally in the top 10 uh, least literate countries Thank you. countries in the world. Yeah, so, well, so uh, Brother Cerulean, would, would, you, would you also want to uh, enlighten these people on who are of the most literate countries on the face of this earth right now? Well, no, most... Chinese, Sweden, no, 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 Spain, no, 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 Japanese, no, 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 Trinidad, yeah, true. Okay, Trinidad, yes. Yeah, okay. Venezuela. Okay. You know, Some Venezuela of the actually most has a greater. Cuba. Cuba. Cuba as well. well, well exactly. See, I think well, that's well, the problem yeah. right there. Yes, guys, guys, guys. We're not well, expanding well, the language. Well, well, you have to understand it in context. Um, one, um, and I did this on the sad homonym. I'm actually going to re upload the sad homonym video. Um, if you look at the top 10 most literate countries, they also spend at least 5 to 10% of their total GDP on education. Uh, they spend another 5 to 10% on social programs. Um, so that means that uh, they invest in their populations uh, so they can maintain the highest margin of literacy. Uh, even in third world countries like, take for instance, Sudan, very high level of literacy, despite the country being poor, right? Mm -hmm. But even in Sudan, Sudan spends at least 5 to 10% of its total GDP on education and at least another 5 to 10% on social programs which is why, despite being an impoverished country, they still have a high level of literacy. Now, yeah. uh, now secondly, you guys were talking about Ebonics. And uh, when subjects like this uh, come up, I, I always think it's interesting because if you really understand Ebonics um, from a social science perspective, um, Ebonics is actually a result of, 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 of a group of people being able to transform uh, culture. Mm -hmm. uh, now, when you really understand uh, Ebonics, you'll understand that there is a musical 
aspect to it. There's a musical aspect to it. Um, this is the primary reason why Ebonics, quote unquote Ebonics, which is basically English, is always changing. Like like most patois that that, that that we find around around the around the globe, a very a very musical, um, as well. But anyway, but, but anyway, that's a good point. Well, anyway, we'll, go, we'll go, take, go ahead, go ahead. We'll, we'll take the Rastas for for example. Mm -hmm. yeah, like like you wouldn't you wouldn't tell the Rastas that that was basically a result of being illiterate, or or, or what have you, because. If you understand that uh, the Rasta, the Rastafari language, or what you call the uh, uh, patois, it has actually a similar uh, structure in which that is always changing the same way uh, abonics uh, changes here in America. Uh, now, white folks. But the English language is also changing as well because we have so many different uh, um, words and, and, and phrases it and also that, has that come into our language. It also has a Caribbean background too. But see, yes. but, but see, here's the thing about it, right? Is that the reason why the English language is changing is because the groups who are most disadvantaged, the, you know, the ones that speak uh, the various dialects like Ebonics or like, you know, the Southern slang, if you will, it is wholly due to those groups it is never it is never done by the minority of society like the elites they don't have any uh creativity culture is driven by the poorest population because they're the ones that need everything and because necessity is the mother of invention therefore uh with each new crop of impoverished people it's always going to drive the, uh, cult, the the culture and the impetus for change yeah, which is why you see the shit expanding every year, yeah. every day, really. But but if we look at English on the whole, English is becoming you know it's it's one of the one of the great languages currently in, in, in our culture you know in in the world, and it's almost becoming um, an international language for business, uh, in, in in so many ways. Uh, English would, has English has uh, always how, been how, oh, English has always how a lot been of that's going to how a lot of that's going to change over, and how Ebonics is going to figure into that. You know that that's a complex one. Now, I'm not going to sit See, down. See, I here. think you're uh, looking uh, at Ebonics the uh, wrong uh, way, though. Uh, you're uh, looking uh, at uh, it uh, more uh, as a uh, uh, temperament. Uh, I'm saying how 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 something like this would be adopted. I'm not even getting into whether it's bad or good. How something like this would be adopted overall, and that's really all I'm really questioning because I'm not really trying to get into the the, the the horror of it or what's good or what's bad. It's how this would be ultimately um accepted overall and okay. that's and, and 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 that that's the big issue even though english has been a very strong international language how this will play over we'll we will we'll have to see i don't know if that will be very good because i'm thinking a lot of black schools and so forth that i'm looking at currently right now are really pushing you know a, 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 they're coming from kind of a different a, a different standpoint and um let's see how that evolves i'm not here to i mean is it any different than other languages and rack on it yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, yes, you know, it is yeah, different yeah, yeah, than other languages, yeah, 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 man, yeah, 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 because yeah, other languages are not... Other language. Listen, man, I've been a lot of goddamn places around the world, and I'm not saying this to beat my chest or pound myself on the back. 
I've been to a lot of different goddamn places around the world. Yeah, myself included. Uh, I, I England, goddamn, all over France, all over England, all over Germany, all over different parts of Africa. And you know what? The one thing that I've found to be fucking uh, uh, more adept, that you will be more adept to find, English-speaking motherfuckers that can understand and you can communicate with them. Yeah. Every yes. fucking where. When I went to goddamn Japan, when I went to China, you you could go and more motherfuckers over there speak and understand and write, read and write English better than the average of fucking American does. So English is already there. Now here's the second point to Ebonics. Guess what else is there? Ebonics is already there. The Ebonics language is already there. I, I had German motherfuckers trying to speak Ebonics. Italian motherfuckers trying to speak Ebonics to me. Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I've seen it. You know, I've seen it. I've seen it all over. But doesn't America. that go more to people recognize I, that black people have their own <coughs> uh, uh, language that they speak? That's no, it's not to them. Uh, it's not uh, our uh, language. We, we, any, it's not a lot our, of it's been translated through 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 through, through entertainment and, and so forth like that. Because you know, our okay, records sell right. and that kind of stuff like that. You know, we see are not just entertainment be, 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 being shipped over. That's how a lot of them get a hold of it. That's how they get it, man. That's how that's, that's how you got motherfuckers that are that's how you had a motherfucker in Iraq talking about yo my nigga what's good. This is yeah, a whole you, you Iraq. Wait a minute. Hold on, brother. Hold on, brother. This no, is a whole you. this is a whole Iraqi motherfucker. Never been to America the first time ever seeing an American. And this motherfucker had nerves enough to walk up to me and say out of his mouth, yo, my nigga, what's good? Hey, listen, I had the same thing happen to me in Budapest. This was bad. Explain um, that to me. Hold on, I'm, to... I'm asking. I want to. Okay. Okay. Change the nigga. Change I, the nigga. I, I can explain it uh, quite directly. Right. Uh, you change the nigga. Well, I know you can. Change, change the nigga to brother. Then what? How does it sound now? Yo, my brother, what's good? We can does, it sound can... So, does it sound so Stupid. derogatory it, now? No, it doesn't sound derogatory, but again, you're missing the point. The point <laughs> is for the language to have some sort of consequences, great consequences in a more positive direction, it would have to be a language that would be um, self-centered to the black population in this country. In, in other words, we, would, we should be able to hold a conversation among the group of men that are on this line when we are out in public, let's say you take this group, and I don't know how many of us, eight or nine of us on this line, you put us in, a, in an auditorium with eight or nine other men from the Latin, from, of Latin descent, of white descent, from, from Japanese, and we're all talking, right? We should be able to have a conversation out in the public, in open, to where we will, will be the only ones to know what's being said. That's my point of it. We, we should be able to sit in the room. You and I should be able to go into an auditorium of a thousand people and hold an open conversation and speak in Ebonics. And we should, we, we should be able to the only ones to be here. We should be the only ones that know what the fuck we're saying, what the fuck we're talking about. We, us, me and you. Actually, Nobody else, even if there are other people sitting at the table with us, even if there are other people sitting at the table with us, they should not be able to understand holistically what we're saying. They shouldn't be. Because you can go sit at the table even if you speak German, so, which I do. Yeah. I, it's Vegas Sidorsch, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's Fastine Allah, yeah. So, 
you're saying that right? with the language of but our even, own. Even, Hold on, let's, wait, let's wait a minute. Q, Q, Q. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, Q. Let me come on, this. man. So you're saying we, we, we're trying to come up or exist in language so it's coded for us, for us to understand what other people should That's understand. all I'm saying. <laughs> because even when I was in Europe, for example, and it's for Steen Allah, that means I understand all. I understand all of what you're saying. Yes, it's for Steen. Ambition Dirch, yeah? That's what I used to say when I first got there. Ambition Dirch. That means I speak a little German. But it's for Steen Allah. I can only speak a little, but I understand all of it, right? That's what they stopped doing. They stopped talking around me. And when they did talk around me, guess what they did? They coded their language out so I wouldn't know what the fuck was being said. When they were saying, look at that nigga, I, I could understand it if they said it in German, but when they started talking in their form of Ebonics, guess what? I couldn't understand it. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all I'm saying. We're worried think- about trying to transcend Ebonics to the mainframe when, hell, different motherfuckers from across the goddamn United States can't even, can't even, I, you can go, you can travel from the South to the goddamn East Coast and my form of Ebonics is something totally different than their form of Ebonics. You can go from the East to the West Coast, their style of Ebonics is totally different than our style of Ebonics. Their, their, their dialects. West their Coast dialects. style, different dialects, yes, they're, they're, they're totally dialects. different. So how is Ebonics, what purpose does Ebonics serve other than entertainment value? That, again, that's my question. Well, it can serve a better purpose if we are practicing the language actively and expanding it. I, I think one of the problems is that we're not practicing it to the point of expanding it. That's what I think one of the problems. The problem, the problem is that you do actually already have that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have this in the uh, unpoliticized street tribes, i.e. what you call gangs, um, in which... Take, for instance, the uh, Bloods, right? They have their own type of language. As a matter of fact, uh, their language is actually so advanced that it literally took an FBI mole being with the Blood (coughs) Gang for like 10, 15 years. And they still don't know the the whole of uh, how they communicate. Yeah, it's like, supposed to be cryptic. It's, yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it is. It is. Be, it is cryptic, so people can't understand. It is cryptic, and it's cryptic. Yeah, yeah. It's cryptic using right. the no, the the letter number system. Yeah. And it, if it took the FBI that goddamn long to figure it out, what does it tell you about the people that are in the FBI? A lot of them motherfuckers really don't have any grasp on, not let alone other languages, but the English language. Because if it took them that goddamn long, I watched a whole documentary on that shit. But see, and if it took them that long to figure it out. That they that the, the only thing that was happening was they were using the, the number the number lettering system in their written literature that they were right in the prison but system see, in the jails and on the streets. It's code cracking, man. Code cracking. But see, but see, but see, I, I see. I would, have to, I would have to hold on. See, fifteen years. Let me ask you, if a nigga, if a nigga walked up to you right now and was like Sue Woo, you see what I'm saying? The, do you know what the fuck that means? Hell no. <laughs> yeah, but they do. They do. Mm-hmm. That, that's that, that, that's their language. That, that, that's a special mm-hmm. cryptic coded language. That's that's cryptic. That's a cryptic coded language. That, right. That, that's that, like what if a, code. Now what that, if you had that a is, code? That is that is more so of what um, you're talking about, brother Maximum. 
That's what mm -hmm. you're talking about. That right. type of coding. When you enter this, and you got to understand, those that's a small segment within the black diaspora of the population. That's right. a small number. The black people as a whole. You see, when I talk about, when I say what does Ebonics, we all speak Ebonics every day. All of us, young, old, kids, we all speak Ebonics. All of us do it. But there again, but one blood can go from the East Coast to the West Coast, and he can say Sue Whoop, and they got an understanding of what Sue Whoop is. But what I'm right? saying, Q, is that Ebonics has the same potential. We aren't practicing it in that manner, though. We're not expanding it. That's because we live in, in various corners of the United States. Like, take, for instance, um, Baltimore, right? Um, you know, we have our esteemed DeAndre and uh, Charles Faulkner. When they would come onto a panel, you would hear them go, Europe. Right? Yep, yep, yep. 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 The average person that's just listening to, like, what the fuck he just say? But they understood it. And in fact, we actually do ourselves a great deal of disservice because the reason why everybody can understand it is because we got too many niggas that always need to be kept in the loop, right? About everything. Like, well, what does that mean? You know? And then next thing you know, before you know it, everybody saying everybody it. else got it. And everybody else understands exactly what the right. reason. Which is what uh hey brother, uh, uh hey, check it out, yeah. That's exactly what I was saying as it opposed to Ebonics. That's exactly what happened 20 years ago. You had mm -hmm. motherfuckers that just started to disseminate the language around. And when the language got disseminated around, the dominant society picked up on it and was like, I don't understand what the fuck they're saying. Wait a minute. And then you had all these intelligent motherfuckers, these think tanks that said, we need to break the code so we'll know what's being said. We gotta figure out what they're saying. Oh my it's god! A, it's it's a code, and you're hitting it right. You're hitting that shit right on the head. I like to ask this question to people, being that you know I've been in the finance industry. A lot of you guys, have, you know, may have financial backgrounds or whatever. Mm -hmm. International language of business, and you're dealing from a business perspective now. Business of which you know kind of unifies everyone. Where would a bonics? Where would a bonics fit into that? Question. Well, we have to the We have to develop it. In that direction, it's not been developed uh, that far yet because we're not do, practicing it. Do, do we do we need to do that? Is, it, is, is there yes, a need for I that? believe I believe that we should do that. Why? And what would be that need? Just this question. Go ahead, guys. Go ahead. Because it's unique unto us, and I think that it will allow our generation to learn better, speaking in a, a, a language that they're comfortable with. We're talking about now international business. You're dealing with you know you know internationally. You, you may be dealing with with Africa. It's, uh, you know, like, you know, you know, you know, brothers really would understand. I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, I'm understanding it as well. M many of us need to be multilingual. I speak three, three different languages. I the just other said guy that. Speaking, yeah, I speak two, speaking, I speak we, two we, languages so, myself. So, so, so we, we have to. So, Nagar, what language, what three languages you speak? Nagar. Who, who, me? I speak uh, uh, English, of course, Portuguese, Spanish. Uh, I do okay. speak some Italian, some Russian. Um, okay. You know, you know. Do you speak Ebonics, Lagoon? Uh, yeah, but I, I, I try to avoid a lot of that, to be quite frank. See, that's, the, see, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. See, there, there we, we, have to, we have to have a little bit more faith in ourselves. I, I, I think okay, the we, faith we, in we, ourselves is being multilingual, is to be as intelligent as possible, and, and, and to learn as, as, as much as we can. To say that Ebonics, I, I, listen, um, I'm open to the Ebonics argument, 
I'm not really so much down with it, but I know one thing. I'll listen to anything that makes sense, and that's and that's where I'll and that's where I'll leave it. All right? But I'll, I'll okay, say I'm gonna do uh, some research, and I'm gonna come but, with a better argument next time. But see, see I'll say, but I'll say this, right? Like um, when I was at uh, the Djibouti Naval Station, right? Uh-oh. Uh oh. Yeah, you know exactly where I'm going with this, right? Yep, go ahead. So you you got Somalis, you know, Sudanese people. I mean, like you got all these mixed group of people there. They have their own language that nobody outside of that's what I was hitting on. Djibouti even fucking coded, coded language. Coded. 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 No, coded. And that's here's... the only reason that and I'm sorry, I'm gonna give you a second. And uh, that I'm following is, what saying. That is my driving point right there. They have their own language that not even people outside of, of their community understands. And that's Patois as well. You know, you see that Patois, Jamaican Patois, Haitian Patois and all that. And, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll say this, right? The, the main reason why people see no value in Ebonics is because we are the most inquired about group of people where everybody wants to know what the fuck we're doing. Facts. Nobody's inquiring about the language of the people of Djibouti. Facts. None whatsoever, because they don't know Facts. about it. Facts. But, but they, how does, they, that, they but how they does that help them, uh, Cerulean? How does that help them outside of their community? It doesn't. I, 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 actually, the thing is, is that the, the language, like, it never stops them from using their language, and then they'll code switch to English. They'll code yes. switch to mm. Mm. Uh, See, our, uh, our problem is that through subversion, we have been convinced that we need to explain every little intricacy of all of our cultural development. This is this is the reason why they have a fucking ebonic dictionary. Yeah, they do. Right. And, and, I'll, and, I'll, and I'll give you, you I'll, I'll give you just a it, few it, of it. It has to break your code. And that's, I, just, exactly. that's all about that's to decipher your code. I just, I just told you. That's right. Uh, that's right. for example, sup, sup. How are you? Dope. I use, I use that all the time. Good. Off yeah. the hizzy. Off the hook. Very off the good. Yeah. Whack. Yeah. Whizzle. Bad. The crump. For, good weed. The for, chronic. Good weed. Peeps. For show. People. For show. For show. Yeah. Right. For sure. That means true. You got it. Yeah. What what we've done is we've taken we've taken the words a lot of English words like when somebody when you say something somebody say for sure true that that means mm -hmm. that you're telling the truth or you understand. Now white folks right. have picked up on that. They yeah. they already got it. The fan, what's up, fan? Already got it. What right, now, fan? What's up, fan? That's Ebonics. Yeah, mm -hmm. what's up, fam? Now who am I talking mm -hmm. about when I say what's up, fam? Do I just say what's up, fam? To everybody. And, uh, my nope. friends, black or white, no. But that's what's happening. That's yep. how Ebonics has, has leaked. Because you got white that's boys right. that'll walk up to you now. White boys that'll walk up to you and say the same, say that shit to you. What's up, fam? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty funny because that's very true. And um, we are the most studied. Anything that we come up with, that shit is studied. We are studied. We are heavily yeah, studied. Yeah, yeah see, and, 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 it, and it comes down to, uh, like, we, we will say that you got black people that believe, and I use that term loosely, people, black people that believe that we are these culturally deficient uh, people, but we are actually the most culturally rich. In fact, we are, we are the only group in this country. And in fact, I would go as far as to say as the world that has transformed the cultures 
for just about every country on the yep. planet. So really, yep. so really, wouldn't you That's say? I keep saying we are. you say we're leaders in that? Wouldn't you say we're leaders in that? Not only even not even talk, but in dress and many other things. Wouldn't you say we're the leaders in that? Uh, we we are the leaders in all. We are the th- we are the leaders in all things culture. Yeah, exactly. Which is why they always study us as opposed That's to everybody else. That's right. Excellent to the bottom line. Very good. Very everybody good. wants to study us. Like, Very good. Uh, it, it, this is the re- this is the main reason why everywhere black man goes, anywhere in the fucking world, he always becomes the fucking tourist attraction of that. Very, very true. Yeah, that's I a forgot fact. what college it is, um, but uh, um, there's a college I believe is in L.A. that stu- that has a class uh-huh. on Tupac's uh, poetry. That's UCLA and USC. Yeah, and, and and ultimately, what does that mean? They're breaking down that code. Like they're breaking that shit down. They're studying that. Shit yeah, they they're breaking that shit down to the nth and degree. Every, and every the time, degree. and the FBI and the CIA <laughs> and all them play a lot. They 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 go into that heavily, which I believe Brother Cerulean and some others could possibly even um uh, 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 back up. But they study your language, your ebonics, and all that deeply. They look at this deeply. This is this is not a mystery to them. They are studying this actively on a regular and consistent basis. So they they're well, on of it. course. And, and it's like when you look at it when when you look at it here, um, you know, when we say sick, yo, that's sick. Oh, that's something cool. Skirt, mm-hmm. go away. Snatch, look good. Uh straight five, hard or trendy. Yeah, that's just straight five. Twelve. Step. Twelve. Step. 12, one time. Step TBH. or step off. Yeah, yeah. TBA. Yeah, well, step off is the step. That, that's that's old. That's been around long before Ebonics. We were saying that shit yeah. back in the motherfucking 90s. Yo, nigga, uh, you better step. That's old. Yeah. And yeah, see, no, that, so, no, that's real old. That, that, that goes back to the 40s. Yeah. <laughs> and see, so, and see, so um, what, what has happened is we, we had a group of people that have been using these terms, you know, to speak to one another with for so long that they figured it out. Like, yo, we better figure out how to break this goddamn code. We better start um, collecting data and information so we'll know what they're talking about in case the shit get ready to pop off. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or, or, or mm-hmm. even the phrase, or even the term like, believe that. Believe that. Believe that? What does mm-hmm. that mean? But believe that? What are we talking about? But mm-hmm. these guys, these guys know what that. But these guys know what that's all about. And, and when so. you look at Sabonics, it says, um, "This is what I found fucking hilarious, right? Uh, some simple sentencing in Ebonics with discussion to the ways in which you show uh, symmetry or similarity of uh, of a language that is spoken only in certain groups by certain people." However, we do know that the that the Ebonics language has crossed lines. Not only do uh, the main ethnic group of blacks speak Ebonics, it has crossed lines over into other ethnic groups such as Hispanics, Latins, Cubans, whites. All these groups seemingly have migrated Facts. towards the language of Ebonics. Facts. So what are we so doing? Wouldn't that, so wouldn't Facts. that make us ling- so wouldn't that make us linguistic geniuses? Yes, it does to a degree, but it keeps you on the low end because Ebonics is not the language that is spoken when you go and you're doing international business. That's what we. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm business. talking about. That's what yeah. it's not happening. And you're not, and you're not going to push Ebonics over into international business. It, it's you're not. 
in, in the institutions, because now we're talking about an institutional game. Um, of but which that's only is, because of which is we don't have enough businesses to compete at the international level. So know, it does. If, so if, it, if we have enough businesses, I don't believe that the people, even the blacks who were involved with those businesses, would adopt that as well. Right, because that, that, so that, that, because that's my view on that. Ergo, 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 the point of the discussion. What good does it do for me to try to conduct international business with a motherfucker who doesn't barely who only barely speaks a little English. How the fuck can I conduct business talking about a multi-million dollar business deal with that type of individual who barely speaks English? But the what I'm saying gonna, is that we don't have... What I'm saying is that we don't have businesses to the point where we have sister businesses on the other side of the world. I think the only thing I've heard of is Shea Butter. Shea Butter has businesses over here in America and abroad. no. Uh, see, this this is this is where the conversation. Uh, you, you know, here's the problem, right? Even if you developed it to a degree, right, to a certain degree, where your your group is the only group that understands it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not fucking meant for everyone else. Like the whole purpose of developing a language is basically to identify and relate to your own group. Not to relate to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Anyway. You see. The problem with Ebonics. Is that everybody's asking about some fucking Ebonics. Right? Because we're, we're just that interesting of a fucking group. Nobody ain't, ain't nobody trying to learn how to fucking speak Vato. Right. Exactly. Nope. They ain't trying to learn that. Ain't nobody, ain't, look, ain't nobody, trying, ain't nobody inquiring about what the fuck, uh, whatever word it is in their Vato dialect, uh, is about. They ain't trying to, nobody trying to fucking try to find it out. But every time the, the goddamn Negro of America says some shit, like what, like recently with what the kids are saying now, like, yeah, that shit lit, right? Everybody wants to inquire about that shit. What does that mean? What you mean by lit? Yeah, you say Ebonics derive. Uh, Ebonics derives, that's, off, that's off the chain. You know, yeah, that, that's more Ebonics, like mm-hmm. Ebonics derives its form from ebony, black, and phonics. Yes, sound, yes, yes. Every sound, the study of sound, and refers to the study of the language of black people in all its cultural uniqueness. Other writers have since emphasized how the term represents uh, a view of the language of black people as Africans rather than Europeans. All that was was a was another way to, dis- this is white people saying this about the language. All that is, is a way for us to kind of set ourselves apart again and not create anything to me that's, that's worthy of, you know, saying this is ours. It's for us. Only we understand it. You don't know what the fuck we're talking about, and there, there it gives us an advantage. That's not what happens. Given how, what does Ebonics? What type of advantage does speaking Ebonics give to us as black people? See, I'm sick and tired of us playing this fucking game where we institute little things within our community, and it really doesn't have no value other than entertainment. I mean, I, I ultimately, ultimately, Q, I have to agree with you. I know that there are others who think that, you know, Bonics may have a place. I am open to all of these suggestions. I do certainly understand that um, 
you know, I'm, I myself very much consider myself somewhat of a linguist. So I've taken a lot of time to get butter laid in other languages so I can go to other continents and other places and operate, do business. Listen to this. And I've been able to do that. But yet it is difficult, you know, to pick up, you know, um, let's say another language or, or, or a dialect and say, OK, this is a dialect that now we're going to use as an international form of communication and so forth like that. I, I think that that's, that's, well, that's going to be very well, difficult well, to adopt. Well, see, here's the problem with the way that, that, that you guys are making the argument, right? Go ahead. Because anytime that there's a sub dialect, it's not meant for the world for, for, anyway. for, for the masses, yeah. for, for everybody. Like, see, when people conduct international trade, hell, when people co conduct domestic trade, uh, even if it's outside of their cultural group, right, they use the common That's right. language. That's right. That's right. Just like Chinese. Chinese have, the Chinese has, has Mandarin, you know, and then they have, um, um, uh, what's, the other, what's the other form? Um, Cantonese. Cantonese. And, and, and really, you know, when, when you speak, you know, basic Chinese, that, that, that spoke in basic Mandarin. But yet Cantonese is just as big in, in the South and in, in other areas. But yet, you know, you have two separate, you know, real strong dialects there. Um, every, everyone can read the language because the symbols are all the same. But how they're spoken are, 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 are different. But, but that's China. But yet they have one, one common language that everyone uh, has, has, a, has a handle on. And then when you really look at English, like, yeah. <clears throat> like English is basically a bastardized language. It's so simplified. From German. Uh, well, from a Dutch type of language. The, the, the old high German, uh, at least a little Latin and old English. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, old English is a, is a derivative of old. Of, um, yeah, exactly. Uh, Saxon from, 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 from the Saxon. Yeah. Very, very accurate. You see, nobody alive. Like, Nobody alive, whether you're in America, whether you're in Europe, whether you're in Canada, whether you're in France, whether you're in fucking Germany, it doesn't matter where the fuck you at, right? English is so common because it's simple. I just said that. Yeah. You see? And, that's, and, 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 and that does actually give you an advantage whenever you're speaking Ebonics. Because Ebonics is not a simple language. Yeah. They could fire, fire, fire has fucking fifty different fucking meanings in Ebonics. Well, well, I mean, if you really want to get into linguistics, you're bringing up a good point. Let's take a look at like I know Spanish and I know Portuguese. They're both very Spanish, Portuguese, Italian. Let's look at Latin. When we look at those languages, from basic Latin, then you go to let's say Spanish, let's say Italian. Um, you know, of which I understand and, and speak at least, you know, I understand Italian very well, uh, speak some of it. But I guess the only reason why, why? Because I know Spanish, I know Portuguese. Some of the conjugations of many of these verbs are actually similar or, or, or exactly the same, which is kind of funny. But yet they're different languages. What does that mean? Each one of those languages were, 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 were dialects. And then they turned it to their own languages as time went on. Um, that, that, that's ultimately what happened. You know, these were languages. Uh, these were dialects that were spoken of bastardized Latin that turned into other languages. So, you know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I'll just throw that out there just, just to say. You want to know, you want to know ahead. a language, you want to know what language black people really need to fucking start studying? Well, we need black to people studying. need to start studying the law, the language of law. 
because that's all law is. Law is the English uh, language that has been uh, giving somewhat of an ebonic turn or an ebonic approach to it. That's why when you read a legal paperwork, most black people don't even understand because it says, henceforth and forevermore should thou be in front of or ever seen two out through in and over. And, niggas, and, don't, niggas can't even understand that simple shit. And Q, how much Latin is in the law? Exactly. A, a great ex, deal of Latin is in the law. Ex legis in all these different terms. You know, so that's the language. If you, really want, if you really want to start talking about a language that maybe black folks should really start paying attention to, you really might want to start learning, goddamn me, uh, the, the, the language of law. Because that's where you get yourself caught up at a lot of times. Even simple shit. I'm not talking about once you get in trouble. I'm not talking about once you have to go to court for some egregious offense. I'm talking about for simple matters. Very simple shit. Not divorce. I'm just simple shit. Like when you go to court and you get, you, you know, somebody, you, you don't pay a, a parking ticket or something. And, and you get this goddamn letter and it says, you know, all these fucking big legal mumbo jumbo words. And then half you, half motherfuckers don't even understand what they're trying to communi- communicate to you. Because why? We're stuck on this Ebonics. I don't have a problem with Ebonics. I use it every day. It's my language. Well, it's the language of my people. Don't have a problem with it. But it's, it only has a place in certain areas of your life. Well, the thing with the law that you just spoke of, the henceforth and thou and all that stuff, if you go back, I think you can start at the 14th century and work your way up. Those terms were spoken commonly amongst the English. So, that, so that'll give you a better understanding on how to understand a, language, uh, a law document. Okay, so uh, Rebecca was oh, wait, wait, a before professor. You say yeah. Um, I have two people online. I have especially in the 14th century, 15th century, you'll find uh, all of those terms. Um, Max, one second. I have two people just jump on the line. I have King and I have a finger name. This other is a person, male, female. It's Sunny. It's Sunny. It's okay. Greetings. And, yeah, greetings to all the distinguished brothers. And I'm enjoying the conversation, especially the previous live that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Art Newsall, um, he was expounding about uh, religion, basically. But I'm also finding this uh, linguistic conversation fascinating. Um, perhaps, uh, I think it's Q. I think he was uh, probably reading from, have read the same article I read regarding Ebonics and um, different nuances. And also one of the other distinguished um, brothers, mentioned how they always they meaning we know who we're talking about there um, always uh, try to figure out what we as a people are doing and I can only come up with the uh, conclusion of uh, know your enemy you know they're going to make sure that they are digging into every intricate detail as to how we communicate with one another so they can stay on top of us but what is really hustling is why are we giving them the information in the first place? Um, why haven't we created our own language? And what also confuses me until um, I think the gentleman came to uh, uh, Nagon, yes. Um, he was expounding about uh, business 
right? How do you uh, do conduct global financial activity if you are practicing so-called economics? But it's very significant. And what came to mind was Swahili. There was, because no one has really developed a language for our people. And what had came to mind was there was a time people that were very, very feverishly practicing Kwanzaa, feverishly. And the essence uh, that was utilized in that was Swahili. And so it was in, at least encouraging children, if no one else, in the interest of uh, adopting another language. What I find difficult to understand is why our children are not interested in learning other languages. Everybody on the panel has uh, acquired more than one language under their belt. I'm very proud of you. Not me, my approval, but it's impressive. And I'm just here to support as a woman. If you have any questions for me, I'm so Thanks for the invitation. Okay, thank you. And Mr. BMT King, anything you want to elaborate? what you have heard or you just popping in? Um, well, I mean, for the most part, I mean, I guess I like, I know I'm like probably the only person here who's like Geechee Gullah. Well, I know I'm the only one here. And I mean, our people, we have our own language and our own cultures and stuff. So I guess, I mean, Ebonics, that's just broke, that's just broken dialect or just called lazy tongue, um, you know, I guess a lot of pe a lot of our the culture we we shine or smile at that type of um, verbiage. Um, it's not very much welcomed in business or in most in most offices, especially it to be taken serious because you know you're you're not taught. It's it's like a dumbing of the mind or laziness. Like my grandma, and my folks, they don't they don't like that because that's what those uh not in no kind of racism, but they just see that that's what the simpletons or the, or the white boys how they would talk so um they don't allow that us to really talk like that they're like listen you go to school to learn how to speak proper like and i think that's the thing bad about it like um we didn't not to say that we look down on people who do that but it just shows laziness at some time and i think that's the thing about it that people look for us to speak with that type of abonics and drool um when actually you need to probably sharpen your tongue learn another language or two um, that actually uh, amplifies your chances in business or in doing different things in the world. I speak, I speak Dari, Pashu, and also Geechee. And, um, you know, I, I teach my kids so that way they can be more proficient. Also, I feel that's like good. that's something I feel like that's something that we should be teaching our, our children, like, especially uh, Spanish is actually starting to come up. Um, come up a lot, especially in the U.S. And a lot of Black people are getting left behind in these out of these conversations because they don't think that our people can do that. Hell, now I, I, I hang in I hang in groups where um, Blacks are starting to speak Japanese because they want to. There are Black youth who want to learn. So, um, is it time for us to start learning different codes of ethics and stuff? Everybody knows how to study and mimic us. I mean, that's why we had that movie with that um, black woman, with that uh, uh, Lastatia or whatever, where that white dude was, was uh, making fun of our Ebonics and stuff. Um, like Keisha? Yeah, Lakeisha or whatever, <laughs> Lakeisha. We got to think. 
when we de- when we do those movies like Tyler Perry and stuff, when we do those movies and those types of things, those types of stereotypes of talk, they enforce or they promote that type of mindset where people will they you know people take on those type of talking points for us. So that's the thing that we got to be more mindful of and say like, hey, I don't talk like that, man. Like speak correct around me, because when they keep seeing us do that. They're going to keep on attacking us with that kind of drill. All right, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, you, you make a good point. International, you know, Spanish, Spanish, and some of these other languages, um, uh, Japanese, and others. These are these are strong international languages now. You know, um, and black people should be should be on top of that. We should here, especially here in the United States. You got a whole continent behind, uh, you know, underneath you, where almost fifty percent of them of them speak speak Spanish and so forth. We this is this is very important language and they in the hemisphere. Amongst black people, we should also know Portuguese as well, because more black people speak Portuguese in this hemisphere than English, Spanish, um, French, and any patois combined, whether we know that or not. I don't know that most so people we are, should focus are, are, on, uh, I'm not aware of that. But, 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 we, but we should be multilingual. We, we should so be we should focus on studying other languages instead of developing our own. Well, 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 no, no, I'm saying that, that if you want to help develop your own, and like, you know, I think we've, we've gone over that. I think it's, it, it's certainly fine to do that, but we should also be um, knowledgeable of other languages. When I was when I was in Russia, I saw um, uh, you know I, you know I was you know dealing with some people there, and people spoke German, English, Russian. I mean, there's a lot of people walking around speaking three four languages. This is quite normal, you know. See, the problem <laughs> I have with all of this is that you know <laughs> you know I mean, and, and we see that in a lot of places around the world, even in Africa and so forth. You see people speaking two and three different languages, and this is quite normal for them. So I, I think, you know, we need to kind of begin to get with that program. So Ebonics, so okay, if you want to say that we can learn that, okay, I, I, that's, that's fine. But let's look at other languages and, and be, able to, be able to communicate internationally well, internationally as well, because that will be a much more powerful form of, uh, of, 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 of communication and actually unification in, in many ways in that regard as well. Business, politics, all that will revolve around language. And the more you know, the stronger you become. Um, I'll just leave it at that. All right, you guys, go ahead. So here's the thing I want to ask. What language does black African-Americans have? What language do, what language do we have? Like specifically, if we, were, if we were sitting amongst each other, what language would we be talking that nobody else would know what we're saying? We don't, we, we don't really have that language. We don't really have one. Exactly. We don't. We don't have that language. We don't. We don't. We, we do. We do what have do that language. It's Ebonics. Ebonics. What, what Ebonics? Okay. So what, 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 what terms? Ebonics, what terms? man. No, what term? no, don't just say Ebonics. No, what, I, was saying that, I was saying that if you hadn't been listening. I was saying that exact same thing. I just posed that question. Ten minutes ago, how so Ebonics have, doesn't so serve. How I just posed that exact question. If you were listening ten minutes ago during the start of this conversation, how Ebonics really does not have an advantage for us as black men and black women in this country. I just so said that a, ten minutes ago. Okay, okay. So first of all, Ebonics is not a language. It's a dialect. It's a, it's a dialect. It's not a language. A language is something that has punctuations, has different terms or different meanings. 
Ebonics is so much, it's all it is, is terms and slurs. All it is is like saying thought, that hole over there. That's not, that's not language. That's just, that's, that's just stupidity. I mean, honestly, dude, I mean, we get mad when other people say, hey, you talking black. Wait. So well, obviously you haven't asking, studied the Ebonics. You haven't studied it. It's not okay, what it so is. Tell, okay, so tell me some, tell me some, I, again, when I say if you were to go off, by yourself with some blacks and you start talking and there's a white person coming to the room, you can start speaking your own language and they wouldn't know what you're saying. Could you honestly say you could do that? All right. So first, well, I could. First of all, is Ebonics a separate language or is it a dialect of English, right? We can say, this is coming out of the fucking book. We can say that two people who use the same language or dialect of the same language are in fact speaking a language within, within itself if they can communicate effectively with one another. Wait, Therefore, wait, wait. Ebonics would be considered a language, a separate no, language. This is not the book. What are you talking no, about? No, it's not. Ebonics this is, is not no to language. You, I'm reading you what they have classified Where? a language as being. What is, what, what, is, what is a language? What is what, a language? What, 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 what is a language? What is considered to be a language? Okay, Spanish is a language. Spanish, you have to teach. Russian is a language. Dutch is a language. Pashto is a language. Like, we're not going to play like what? Like, all of a sudden, Ebonics is a language. No, we're not going to play like that, man. Let, let's stop with that. Come on, let's stop with the games now. Like, we're too old for that. Now, let's be for real. Because if that's the case, then if that's the case, then I should see, be able to see another black person and say, hey, um, what's up, Shawty? They're gonna be like, wait, who do you mean? Or don't? I mean, you get you, you, let's let's be come on. See, that's that's the thing, but we're being very disingenuous with this. You can, you you can, Yes, you can. I went. Yes, you can. I just I just okay. Here we go. Here we go. I just explained to you. I just explained to the panel how I was in a whole nother country. That country being Iraq. When an Iraqi walked up to me and was speaking to me in English, the English form of Ebonics, we were able to communicate through the English. He even taught me, he even taught me some shit, and I was like, oh, okay. He was like, yeah, we got our own, you know, educated dude. I didn't really think that he was, but we were talking about different stuff, you know, as opposed to American society and, and their society. So when he when he approached, when he said, "What's good?" when he said, "What's." When he said, what's good, my nigga? I was like, what? What's good, my nigga, is a fucking language? I was like, what? What's good, my nigga, is a language. Are man, somebody help this dude out, man. No, I, I, I'm I, not I, even I, gonna. I, that I, level I think, of I think we're talking more slang and that more idiomatic expressions. Okay, because Thank if you start you. studying other language, you have a lot of idioms that are used. Idiomatic expressions play and play into that. So I I, I I I hear I hear I hear what you guys are saying. I mean, you know, uh, to get into the whole linguist, you know, you know, you know, get, in, get into the whole linguist part of the game and what languages and so forth. I think that that might be a little bit beyond a little bit what we're talking about here. Nobody here is an established linguist in in in, in, in that regard uh, to, to determine what language in and, and 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 what a dialect might be. But a dialect would be a language which would be a sub which would be a subgroup of a major language. That um, that, that, thank that, you. That, that people would speak. Uh, okay, so so a dialect of English would be um would be Ebonics. Ebonics. 
Yeah, it would be no. a dollar. Oh, my God. It, 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 it would be a dollar. You know, how, how, how do you... I don't understand, man. When you can right, sit here I, and you can right, you can let, look it up, I'm, and not, can, I'm not gonna play. Okay. It's not about playing anything, but you can there's look a, it up for yourself. There are there are majors. Here it is, out of Stanford got, University. Uh, uh, Iraqi came to you said, "What's good, my nigga?" So I got a question. So if a white dude would come to you, any of y'all black, man, I don't want to go with that. I don't. No, no, we're no, not no, we're no, not no, talking no, about no. black and white. No, we're talking about language. He's speaking a language. This is a language. We're not talking about black and white here. We're speaking a language. Why would it matter if a white dude? You We're speaking a language. language, man. Okay, I, okay. You know so, what? I, so wait, wait, wait. So here it is, man. So here it is. Why you can go matter? to Stanford University and you can look it up for yourself. Stanford University, one of the leading universities in, on on uh, on languages, will tell you, in fact, that Ebonics is a form of spoken fucking uh, uh, English, which is a form of fucking language. You can look it up for your fucking self. Go look it up. Go look it up. Go look it up. I would would venture towards. I would venture towards. I would venture towards listening to a professor. I would venture towards listening to a. Would you appreciate if a white dude said, "What's up, my nigga?" to you? Would you appreciate that chaos? All right. Would you appreciate that shit? No. I would not. Okay then. No, hey, I, I would like I said I was uh, I, I was in Budapest it's just, it's a few years ago and we were hanging out and I saw this one young lady, she goes, Oh yeah, my nigga, my nigga you know, and she was using all this and I was looking at her like you keep saying that, oh I'm gonna slap the fucking white off your ass. But but, you. but 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 at the end of the day, they were thinking that that was cool. They didn't really know because that was part of the a bond And it is it's in Budapest. This is in Buddha. Straight up in Buddha. All right. I'm, so 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 I'm sitting there saying, look at it. So so you know, you know, it was Ebonics. Was it a different language? No, it was purely English, but it was um but it was an Ebonic. It was it, 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 it was it was idiomatic. Which is right. what Ebonics is. So, a broken form of English. Nothing yeah. more, nothing bro, less. Bro, without punctuation. So without dialect, without bro. without the context. So therefore, by proxy, it would make it a language. It is a form of the English language. Therefore, it would so make it English. a language, which is it's what English. your question was. Yo, come on, man. Y'all really playing this stupid kind of game? Like, are we really saying that Ebonis is now a language for black people? Like, are we really that fucking stupid now? That's been my whole argument the whole time. I, I, I mean, goddamn. So we got white people coming to us saying, what's up, my nigga? Oh, don't worry. I'm speaking black. No, it's not It's it. not necessarily that. They might uh, say, I mean, shit, like, if that's where you go. Like the brother just the said, like the brother just said, replace the, replace the word nigga with brother. What's up, my brother? What's up, bro? What's up, bro? What am I speaking? What am I speaking? Am I speaking English or am I speaking Ebonics when I say, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Come on. Are we really doing this? What's good, fam? How old are you, bro? Am I speaking a language? Am I speaking a language to you? Go ahead, sister. Go ahead. Yeah. There's a website, linguisticsociety.org, that explains what Ebonics is. It specifically asked the question, what is Ebonics? Is it the African American's uh, English? 
that so there there's a um hopefully a, a helpful explanation into this matter. It's a website called linguistic society dot org. So I just wanted to say that. Thank you. We we like that. We like that. Now let's 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 be honest. If you were to be in a formal office and you say, "What's up, my nigga?" Your ass will be fired in a heartbeat. I hell, I do, I do, I do. I, you gone? You added it. You added it. You added it. Exactly. You walk up to a black man in an in a four to five hundred office and say, "What's up, my nigga?" You I'll finished. You H- I'll see you in HR. You finished. It's one thing if you walk up to a Spanish person and you say Buenos Dias, they'll probably okay, cool. Yeah, but that's proper you know, Spanish. That's proper Spanish. If you go up to a Japanese person and say Gonichiwa, but we're talking about what's up, my nigga? Everybody in the office would stop what the fuck they're doing. Like, what the fuck just happened? You finished. Like, you, you, you finished. Let, let's not play this game. Like, all of a sudden, like, you, like y'all make you like niggas, like they go around talking Wakandan. But, but 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 Joe, we we we. I mean, um um, uh, BMT. We we we've already established that. I think you know before we even came on, we we, we were kind of talking about. It. I think that's the point that Maybe I missed that. That 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 Thank you. You thank know, you, thank you. That's all I was saying. Want, we already established all of that. Bla- I don't want to see here black men going around saying, "Oh, Ebonics, that's the language of black people." Like the fuck it ain't. No, 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 I, no, I, no, no. Uh, one of the brothers, I'm forgetting his name, with, with he has he has the African continent there. Uh, 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 he was saying, you know, that that Ebonics, you know, could be established as a, as a language for us and so forth, and, and, it, and it might have some positive aspects about it. And that was kind of the debate. That, that, that okay. we were having, and we were kind of going back and forth with that, and kind of and kind of and kind of dealing with that, kind of respectfully. We're not coming at each other's neck. Up we 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 were just kind of um uh you know you know we were just kind of you know you know bouncing that back and forth, and some good stuff was coming from uh, from the brothers here on the panel, right. and, uh, and, now, and and that's kind of how we we, we we left it. Anyway, go ahead. Now let's let's look at this nigga. When me and you get around people who speak Spanish, and mm-hmm. we can speak it right back to them, Correct. they feel like holy crap. He knows my culture. I need to switch up and either speak English or I can speak with this guy on a whole nother frequency because he can speak with me. He just he just has a cultural gap. Yes, and it, people, it, it's funny. You saw you bring it up. I was just talking to a lady at McGinn the other day. She was talking and I hit it with some Spanish and she was like, okay, okay. You know, she was like, what, 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 what? She was trying to play it off like, like she didn't understand. She understood. And then I got more clear with her. And then she sat back and said, oh, shit, this dude knows what's up. And um, she clearly wasn't happy about it. But, um, you know, that said, okay, this guy, he knows his way in. So I got to be very careful what I say around him. Right. Got be, you know. Now, I, I'm just like this. I'm just like this. I can only imagine if a police officer was trying to be peaceful and say, hey, what's up, my niggas? Calm down. We already know, oh, my God, this is going to be a bad day for us right here. This is not a bad mm. day. He's already calling us nigga. Like, we're not taking that as, oh, brother. we taking that as this motherfucker does not. He, he's not saying nigga like in the peaceful term. He's he literally letting us know, like, yo, I'm looking at y'all as beneath them. We have anybody who's not saying it as black. You, you take it when they start speaking to bonnets. They take that shit as an insult or why you copying or jocking my style. Ebonics is a style 
of of, of dialect that black people like to speak. It's a funk. It's a slang. It's a swag to it. It's not no damn land. And see, that's the thing about it, man. Like, we, we got to understand, man. This is the thing. We want people to take us serious when we enter the business office, whenever we do business or we talking about money or we talk about actually, like, bridging gaps for reparations. And listen, you're not going to see any... Bro- How we feel if the, con- if the congressional hall starts speaking Ebonics to us? That would, be a di- that would be a big slap in the face to a lot of black people. Like, why are y'all talking like that to us? Like, why are y'all really talking to us like that? Because it's not really, a, a, you know, an officially established, legitimate form of, of, of business conversation. It's just like you wouldn't go into, you know, a, um, a serious business conference, you know, kind of wearing a pair of shorts, you know, when, uh, you know, you know, you know, in a sweat jacket and a uh, and a do-rag. You know, you, you wouldn't go in there doing that. You know what I mean? You walk in there looking like that. People are going to say, what the hell is wrong with this guy? You know, um, so, you know, it, 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 like dress is a language, how you dress is a language. So it's how you speak. So I think there are more established forms of what people will look at as official. And then there'll be those that will be looked at as more, you know, kind of, um, you know, casual or, or, or loose or, or kind of cultural. And, um, you know, there is an established language that is a language of business, is a language of science, is a language of, uh, you know, um, of, of, of your basic culture you know english is a you know even though the united states doesn't have an official language believe it or not um mm-hmm. established english is pretty much you know what we speak here um and um that's just kind of how it is even though we have many other influences if you're going to go for a job or you're going to try to work here in this country you're going to have to have some some knowledge of of english and not so much ebonics ebonics won't get over that's just where we are right now as who knows we'll be 200 300 years down the line but, but that's, right may, now, this is where we are. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. If I may speak an example, uh, yes, it, it's a superficial example. It's very superficial. But have we considered that Snoop Dogg is actually teaching Martha Stewart Ebony? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hmm. I mean, that's entertainment. It's an entertainment quality. It is. It, and, and that's it, as far as we go with our culture. As a matter of fact, I'll share a story with you about my child when he was in second grade, if anybody's interested. I know nobody asked, but here we go. Um, he was in second grade, and in second grade, the assignment was for each culture, because it was a multicultural class, for each culture to make a, um, a project, an art-centered project about their culture. And lo and behold, uh, when I picked my son up from school, and he said, Mama, are we African-American? I said, yes, of course. Yes, of course we are. Next thing you know, he said, then why don't we do African-American things? And I was floored, but fortunately, as the spiritual today, I was able to say, you mean like Kwanzaa? And fortunately, that sparked my interest to uh, confirm the pride and dignity of our people in him. You know, we went to an African-centric uh, um, black business, right? And um, I had a proprietor explain a lot of different, um, how can I say this, uh, assemblages of all types of ways that our people are creative and make gifted. You know, he just did a, a really bang-up job about explaining to my male son how significant and dominant we are by virtue of our melanin and all the gifts, skills, talents, and abilities that we possess that are often 
Okay. No, no, no. I can get that, sister. I mean, I get what you're saying. But Africa, I mean, Kwanzaa is an African American uh, holiday that was made. You know, uh, I felt pretty stupid when I went over to Africa, and I and you know it was around the holiday. I said, "Hey, happy Kwanzaa!" And the goddamn Egyptian looking at me like, "What the fuck is Kwanzaa?" Like Kwanzaa. That's my point. It 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 begs um, to emphasize whatever input is. At the end of the day, we actually don't have anything to hold on to. Right. So we're having this conversation about Ebonics as if that's all we got. And it's pretty interesting. I think, you know, the thing about it is sometimes when I look at it, and this is no smite, like, listen, man, it's like, a, it's like a child wanting to belong to something. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I mean, I know people don't want to hear that. No, we got something. <clears throat> I guess you got hip hop, you got music, you got, um, you, may, you got inventions and shit. Hell, I mean, more than just Martin Luther King, Harry Tubman, and Malcolm X is more than just black history. There's a lot of shit that we did. That's, that's part of your heritage, but I think the thing about it is we have it we have it bad because um we got it with people telling us we don't belong here. Well nigga, where the fuck do you belong? Because ain't you don't even know where your dusty ass goes to or what country you hail from. So how are you gonna say listen, I belong here in America. I mean some black people don't like hearing that. Can't believe you, you're American. Well yes, motherfucker, but that's why I was born. You know what I'm saying? Everybody tries to come over here and try to adopt your African American culture. Your your the the stuff that there's a reason why whenever it comes to um hip hop trending and and popularity, who do they always look at? Hey, if we can get the black people to wear it or to actually style it, then it's actually then it's good. We're popping. I mean, shit. But see, that's the thing. You don't we don't want people don't want to be proud of that. They like to look at the negativity shit and say that's our culture. No, man, we got stuff that we positive that we pop like Memorial Day. African Americans started that to honor their dead. But you see, a lot of black people don't know those parts of history. They rather look at the negativity and or they'll look at things that we don't get that we don't need to give a shit about. I'm like, no man, like I, I see single de Mayo, like that's that's when the Latinos be representing like, yo, we're gonna like uphold our dead. Like, why can't we do shit like that for our own people? Not saying that we don't, but we do things more so on a like uh, on a trend. Not offer of some type of, not offer some type of merit system, which that's technically how we used to do stuff, man. We used to study up on our history, but I don't know, man. We getting away from that kind of shit. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were kind of talking. We were actually kind of talking about talking about that a little bit earlier. But anyway, listen, I'm gonna drop off. This has been a great conversation with you guys tonight, man. It's been an awesome panel. I uh, really appreciate being uh, being. All right, thank you, Nicole. And uh, hey, listen, man. Th- thanks for inviting me on, on this one. I haven't gotten on many panels recently. I've been doing a lot of different stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Great conversation. I think this is uh this is the kind of stuff we should have a lot more of. And um, hey, input from everybody here. I thought we, we, we was we was dead on point and was loving it. So um, thanks guys, and you guys have a wonderful evening, huh? And, and All right, go in peace. Okay, guys. Peace peace on. On. Great to have me. Hey, it'd be great to have you too, my dear. All right. Thank you again, Nico. You got it, brother. Um, um, yeah, I, I teach my, 
I had taught my child from that day forward everything about how our people are so distinguished that we invented practically everything in this country. You know, I, I dug up stuff because I was exposed. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, my husband was one of the type of people that was like, he'll figure it out, he'll figure it out, he'll figure it out. But what I found is that intervention is necessary when it comes to a, a developing child. And I made sure he was introduced to all the contributions uh, that uh, our people have made. We're very distinguished. We just, we're just not getting together like we ought to. But I guess time will tell. Um, right. You know. No, I mean, and uh, and I and I get that. And I mean, I think one of the things about it is when I was in the military or when I work in business, you know. Listen, I, you know how happy I get when I see somebody who's geeky gullo? You know what I'm saying? I, I get very excited because that means that's somebody of my culture and my dialect I can actually talk with. You know what I'm saying? But I also understand that when I'm not around them or I'm around, like, other types of people, I can't talk on that type of frequency. You know what I'm saying? But I think the thing about it is for a lot of Black people, we don't, we choose not to, uh, somebody sleeping? We choose not. To. Yeah, I'm not sure that is. is that you, Max. Max. No. Yeah, that's not me. Yeah, okay. I just, I, I, it's like I, I like for me, I take, I take our African American history very seriously. You know what I'm saying? I don't take it as do. no joke. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want other people to think that hey, we about like every black person don't shuck and jive and dance and rap and bebop. Like man, I, I can't tell you. I'm tired of when I was overseas. When I was overseas, people were like, yo, 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 yo. I'm like, what the hell is man? You could just say hello to me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do speak English. Like, we all don't rap, you know. But, you know, that, those are the stereotypes that are placed on our people. And it sucks when people like, oh, African-Americans, y'all culture, y'all like to eat chicken and watermelon and shit. What the fuck? Hold up, bro. Is this, what, is this the game that we got? But, I mean... We, I don't know, man. Is that our culture now? Chicken, watermelon, and dancing. You know what I'm saying? Are we like uncle? Are we? Are we? Well, actually, whites eat more chicken and watermelon than we do. I, listen, I believe you with that. I believe you with that. But we, I believe you with that. You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying that you'll hear the conversation of we like fried chicken. Um, we like watermelon. Watermelon's fucking delicious. Like I'm like, come on, man, stop that, man. Like. You're not going to keep disrespecting our people like that. That's not that, that's just food that we like to eat. You know what I'm saying? But we keep getting railed in, you know what I'm saying, into those talking points, you know, and, and that shit's not cool. Because when I talk to y'all brothers, I don't talk to y'all as if y'all have any less than. Granted, I know some people have a certain way how they talk or have a certain type of dialect, you know. I say I can say children or churn. You know what I'm saying? That's a dialect difference. But I'm not going to say, hey, man, that's that's a language. That's not a language, man. That's just that's just dialect difference, you know. But uh -huh. I, I, I don't mean to take it from um, I, I, I'll let somebody else get the mic, man. I'll speak when I'm spoken to, so I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. Well, I didn't want to well, over talk. I didn't want to go ahead. Go ahead, Kel. 
Let me say this. Um, in regards to language, language is very important. Yes, I'm aware of this. Um, Max, you brought up a very excellent thing about the Ebonics and how important that our people should be. And I, and I know there was many streams, especially people that even have a as it as a teacher curriculum in a class. I'm not sure if it went through or not. And this was like years ago, but for us now, we should learn as much language. I think people that's a descendant slave. That even you know some people that's down south that speak it, they should grasp it and then learn it, and understand it to full extent, while understand other language as well. But usually, if we really being serious, it should be the actual primary language for people that's here brought in this country, and everything else should be second. But that's just me. But like I said, we should learn as many languages as possible because we're in a global system. You know, dealing with one language will not su suffice us moving forward. And they know this. That's why a lot of our children that us in school now, they are teaching them different languages as we speak. Hell, they even teach them Mandarin in certain schools. So, you know, they know what is here and what is coming. But like I said, to really control the narrative and control what is ours, it should be a conscious effort, you know, that it should be taught in in our own, you know, circles, especially with our children. You know, but you hear me, Max? Mm -hmm. Max? Yeah. So, yes, I agree on that. Um, any other remarks I think I might wrap this up. No, hey, man, this is a good stream, man. Thank you for letting me have me on and stuff, man. I feel like we should be talking about this more besides any other thing. I mean, well, you know, I come up with a lot of, lot of topics that I talk on my stream, um, Tyrese. So, you know, if you check in my previous videos, you know, we, we vent on different things. I mean, not something that's yeah, man, I ordinary. Add add ordinary, and you think about you know these not really um what's the word very entertaining and like a better word so it's not gonna get much buzz. I mean word of mouth goes further than anything else at the end of the day. So like always, people can share it to spread the love, spread the word. Yeah, man. I'll see y'all later, man. I'm gone. Um, Mike, Michael H. Thank you for telling me that. Um, but um, Serena Gray, do you have any remarks? Close remarks. For the people to uh, reflect on? Uh, negative. Mm. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. I just want to say that, you know, we have to um, we have to have more faith in ourselves to stop, um, you know, knocking our innovations. Ebonics is one of our innovations. And one of the reasons why it's lacking international credibility is because we simply don't practice it to the degree to where we've expanded it to include other things. Okay. And so to constantly just knock it to me, is just saying that, you know, you don't really have any faith in us as a people and our own creative geniuses and ingenuities. We are basically logistic geniuses walking around here on this earth. Everybody is taking their cue from us. We can't even say something without someone wanting to copy what we say. Okay, so to downplay it and say it's dumb and it's, it's stupid, when you had scholars and, and, and linguistic geniuses studying it, okay, and they figured out that it's not just broken English, it's actually systematic. Okay, so that means that it is naturally ingrained in our people. So I just want to say that we need to give ourselves a little bit more credit rather than trying to downplay our own ingenuity and our own creativity. 
Amen to that. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. And Amen. BMT. <laughs> Anything to say, Marks BMT? Uh, Lord, I I pray we get reparations. Maybe. <laughs> we are fucked. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, man, I I'm just tired of black people whenever whenever somebody here's the, here's something that an old scholar told me. If somebody speaks what you speak and you find it offensive how they speak it, then it's not something that you should be saying. If you can't say a word and then that person say the same word back to you and then somebody else hear it and it bothers them, it's not a word that you probably should be using. Uh, it's just, that's just how I've always learned in life and life's travels. You know, I th- I believe me and me and Cerule and Gray, as we were in the military, they taught us different customs and cultures and stuff. You know, I a lot of our customs and cultures, mm-hmm. I don't fr- I don't frown mm-hmm. upon as a black man, but also I know that a lot of our some of our stuff that we were taught, people were trying purposely teaching us the wrong way, to handicap us. Yes, and, and I, pur- I, purposely and to keep purposely. it out of com- competition, out of competition. Right. Remember, that's the best way. To, the, how you how you you know BMT? I, I would really like to stop have a competition with you. Um, one day, either here on Chaos Channel or on your own channel, I would really That's like right. to have a discussion with mm-hmm. you about black culture, if you would be up to that. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I can okay. talk, you want, we can talk about black culture. Well, it'll, it'll be on this stream. I'm, I'm BMT, right, be on the stream. Argument, because I know you don't want to deal with it on your stream because of the way how YouTube is messing around right now, so it's, it'll be safe. Right no, no, okay, no, no, Chaos. It's not no, going to no, be no, a disrespect. Good, good call for that, Chaos. You're, you're right. No, that. Chaos. There's no um, disrespect, man. I just want to talk to the brother about No, no, no. No, no, no. It's not that, Max. It's BMT is on a different direction with his channel, and his channel is much larger right, than Right, right, so right. For the right, sake right. of okay. safety reasons, we'll do it here. Maybe next week, you, if Chaos. you're around BMT. Yeah, because I heard the brother on some channels, and I think he said some interesting things that I would definitely like to explore with him about and uh, talk to him more about some of the things about black culture and see where he stands. Mm. Is that okay with you, BMT? That's fine. That's Okay, fine. cool, man. But Appreciate I know, it. So when we look, so let's get back into the abonics thing. Mm-hmm. If we're going to talk about the abonics thing, most of the abonics are in, most of the abonics that we're hearing from black people are evolving trends that little suburban kids are starting to pick up and you mm-hmm. are they are they with black culture i mean we just had brothers well, talk about like so i mean hang on well now, that's a fair on. point that's a fair point like, but so i'm just that's saying a, uh-huh I'm and that's a fair when, point when we I'm look sorry, at this when we look at this now if you were if we talking about culture deals with food Heritage, upbringing, societal cli- societal climate, and the co- and economy. Now we're talking about that with the with the culture. I mean, we're going to look at the language. And I say, if you want to say, if you want to go far and say systematic, people have properly, purposely taught you the wrong thing. Like the young man went to his mommy and said, "Mommy, I would like to learn stuff about African American 
heritage. So she went in depth. Now, I can promise you, when the, when the lady was looking up African-American heritage, and I asked her sister, did you see any abonics in the book when you were reading up about our culture of African-American heritage? I can promise you that those black men that wrote that, that wrote the information or in the college, when you write up a term paper, they're not speaking Ebonics to you. They're going to speak a language of English. If our language was so much... Huh? I said, you got that right. Yeah, but... You're right. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm saying, if our language is recognized as a language, because we've been on, we've been on this... We've been on this place for quite a while now, then... It should be it should be nothing. Then we should be by now to be on a serious note. We should be having cops. There should be a black linguist going up with the police to pretty much, hey, let me interpret for you, officer, what these black folks are saying. Because they I, you probably don't know what they're saying. So I'll interpret for you because I don't think a cop coming up to you saying, hey, my niggas, calm down. Oh, shit. Here we go. This guy's on some fuckery. See, when I, it's some, again, Latino people, they name, they, they purposely, when you go through the Latino districts or neighborhoods, uh-huh. they usually have somebody who speaks Spanish with them. Now, granted, if we want to talk serious on, hey, we need a language, then uh-huh. I would purposely say that's going to be hard to do because for you to have a language, that means you have to have a definitive region of where it hails from and where it comes from. Now, that's hard to do because, shit, we all right here on this panel, we all live all over the U.S. So where would this definitive language come from? Because then you got to have a point of origin, a background. Because I've already looked up the word nigga, and it, <laughs> no matter how many ways you sliced it, it always ends with the er at the end. It's always going to end up with the earth. When you go to Spain, when you speak to the Spanish, they're the reason when they get online on PlayStation, Xbox, nigger, you know, they, they, they just call you that. And I'm like, whoa, this guy racist real quick. Because we understand that our derogatory language, yeah, we try, yeah, we don't mean no harm to each other, but we still know that it is derogatory language. It's not positive. We already know if for those of us in the military, we talk like that around our peers. We know that we could face chaptering, and none of us want that. So okay. I'm, saying that, I'm saying that if we're going to go about doing this thing for speaking on cultural language, then I, I should be seeing Danny and any brother who goes on that panel start speaking Ebonics, and they should openly be having an interpreter to include them saying, these brothers are showing their cultural education. Would you think that would be safe to say on, on a term when it comes to reparations? Oh, damn. Hey BMT, let me ask you this though. Go ahead. Hey, shout out to the to the panel, uh, Cerulean, BMT, uh, Chaos, Tom, Max. What's up? What's up? How many? Uh, how many? How many languages is in New England? How many languages are in New England? Quite a few. Yeah, if you want to, if you want to say languages or dialects, uh, uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, quite a few. We know that. Wait a minute, Boston, Massachusetts, Connecticut, um, New Hampshire, those areas? 
Yeah, those blues. Like I said, quite a few. I mean, each one is named after a DMT, what you're not taking into account is that Ebonics wasn't really discovered nationally until 1996. It was been spoken since the 40s. But it, but it took the Board of Education in Oakland in 1996 to actually recognize it as a systematic language that was spoken amongst the majority of African-American students. Question. That's when they got his first. Yeah, go ahead. Now, question. I, I would, I would want to ask you, um, but I, I'm glad you brought up those to the kids in that area. Uh, the kids in that area, were they from middle class or lower class? Oh, I think Ooh. they were from a mixture. So they're so, but we can safely say they were from lower class. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, we so we already understand that the that the education and the teaching for a lot of black schools that we already can look up back then they weren't getting the proper education and the proper they were systematically in some cases being held back from getting the proper teaching. Some teachers didn't even, even give a damn about how they spoke or if they came to class. So where were they getting the, most of their education from? Okay, but the, the problem speech, with right? that argument, but the problem with that argument, right, if it was being taught to them, right, then white My people hope. wouldn't be, if it was being taught to them systematically, then white people wouldn't be trying to study and understand Ebonics even to today. Okay, so, man, okay, so let's, let, let's go, let's go, let's go with that. So, first of all, the white people weren't teaching them Ebonics. The white people right. didn't care the white people didn't care to correct them. Like my teacher, when I when we came to class, when she heard us speaking in Ebonics, she would make us write out the proper sentence 45 times. And then that, no, after a while, we stopped speaking around her. We started just writing notes. Why? But nobody had time to be writing no doggone sentences 45 times over. God forbid you said a whole paragraph. Because she said, you're not dumb. This was a black woman said, yo, you're not going to speak in like that around me. But you kids aren't dumb. The thing about it is, if nobody corrects the issue, guess what? It just grows and festers. If no parent is correcting the child, guess what? The child is not going to think that what they're doing is wrong. So, well, 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 uh, well, again, right? Academics and scholars and uh, um, linguists have already stated that Ebonics isn't a broken language. It isn't broken English. Okay. Or 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 they've also stated that it that it isn't improper English. Now uh, now let, now let's look at this. Let's look at this. So we're saying that are we also remembering that now if they're saying Ebonics is now recognized as a language, are they not the same type of people who are saying that guess what? Like there's now forty six different types of genders and shit now or now there's a, there's like eight planets. Like, do you see how they keep on playing with you? Like, I'm just saying. Like, we, let let's be for real, man. They they do that. They do that to us purposely. Like when we like let's 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 look at this. When people get on panels, how serious do we take them when they start using all kind of slurs, broken language? They're like, ah, oh, shit. You know what the fuck I mean? Like, shit. Fill in the gap with what I said. Or you're going to take the person serious when they're actually using the proper dialect and language and they're actually filling in with proper common sense and intelligence. Like, we got to understand, your dialect and how you can actually equip yourself, you know what I'm saying, that goes a long way in getting things done versus you just speaking. Now, I get it. Some people, they can't help it. Their, the, the dialect is strong. I, I can't judge you for that. 
But I mean, let's be for real. I mean, this is the thing about it is that, listen, man. If you want if y'all want to go, if y'all want to run with ebonics as a language, hey, y'all can have that. I'm not gonna stop you. Well, I'm black media black this. black media talks. I, I I do agree with you to a point, but uh we can actually uh speak proper English if we want to. It is just because that we speak the language of the people that we speak to. Uh, right, no, right. the language of the people to whom we speak. Uh, right. But so, aren't you like the people I, that you speak? Yes, but right. I live in the suburbs. I have this white boy talk that I can I like I can speak white boy language. I can speak the corporate talk. I can speak the dominant language talk if I want to. Not so much anymore because it's been so long, you know. But yeah, I, you know, I, you let loose or whatever. But yeah, shit, we run this shit. We run this shit. Okay, you got you white mean? folks talking like us. You got white corporate executives talking like us. Oh, I'll be oh. in meetings just like you do, and it'd be eighty people in 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 the damn. In the damn uh, Skype stream, all oh, vice presidents, managers, this, that, this, that, this, that, and yeah, they try to present present themselves as the proper English speakers, and you know this and that, this and that. Man, let them get to arguing. You'll see where it goes. Professional, professional goes out the window. Hey, look, look, hey, yeah, hey, yeah, hey, BMT, right? So I was in Africa, right? I lived there for three years, right? So I caught on to the accents out there and this and that, this and that. But once somebody pissed me off, right? Hey, bro, what, 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 what going on? This, that, this, that, this, that, right? He pissed me off. Hey, nigga, I'll fuck you up. Stop fucking with me. And I brought it all the way back to Chicago. On you know what I mean? Like, that's, that's how it goes. I got I got a guy that brought me up here. He's from Trinidad. He knows how to speak um, proper English. He knows how to speak like the white man's proper English. He knows how to speak the nigger English. But you piss him off or let him get into it with his sister, man, you will not understand not a word they saying. Oh, you like you about to boy blah 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 blah. Just that, just that. You know? that's, that's very interesting. Uh, crew, that's real interesting. Right. It, it reminds me of a scenario. It does. That's interesting. All right, guys. I'm a. I'm a conclude. Hello. Yeah. I'm a conclude today's session. <laughs> Thank everybody uh, for listening to tonight's stream. Who that? No, 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 no. Um, hey, I appreciate the chaos. I appreciate the chaos. Yeah, man. You, yeah, you. man. I appreciate you. All man. the. Yeah, it was it was really fabulous. Hey, BMT, man, hopefully you and I can have a conversation next time. Uh, you know, we catch chaos on this um, uh, all... hangout. Yeah, no, we, 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 I catch, I catch Max. And thank you for everybody that was watching, listening to the stream, and those who respond to, and you know keeping the chat alive. And to all that will catch replay, please comment, subscribe, and like the stream. And like always, the girls ring. I love you. <laughs> you gotta do. You gotta work uh... on that, man. You got to work on that, kid.